this is John Bailey, the epic voice of Honest Trailers, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. It's a fangirls podcast with five-ish people. The tangents and squee will continue. Squee. Take out the papers and the trash. Or you don't get no spending cash. If you don't scrub that kitchen floor. You ain't gonna rock and roll no more. We continue all the way to episode 317 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast and what is grief but love persevering. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you could join us. Let's start off like we do every week on the virtual table and see who has joined us this week. This is Brittany and Troy. This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, everybody. We're back. We are indeed. We are. Just we a are little, indeed. just a little, you know, blip. You know, <laughs> life mm-hmm. life happens, as we all know, from time to Our time. Our broadcast and, got mm-hmm. temporarily disconnected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, had, we had to go deal with some some reality, but you know, we yeah. we've mm-hmm. we've told Agatha to go back in the basement, and everything's fine now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we got to do the news first, though. <laughs> so yes, we do have some news. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So first up convention news uh gen con for this year is still happening thank goodness that's the the good news the bad news is if you had the august dates uh blacked out on your calendar as gen con time uh hopefully you wrote that in pencil and uh, you can erase it and now block out september 16th through 19th instead um so um yeah so right now they're still planning on having a in-person event but they are hoping to have um a hybrid slate of concurrent in-person and online experiences um and um there's also going to be they're also going to cap the attendance uh, so it's not going to be your usual 50,000 people at Gen Con which is always a good thing uh <laughs> it is overwhelming just how busy it can get some days at gen con which is like pandemic I, or otherwise if you don't like crowds you're gonna have an issue <laughs> I, I just just i mean it, it sounds amazing and i've had friends that have gone and like it's so crazy it's so crazy good you need to go and then but then i i think of those numbers of people and i'm like mm-hmm. I gotta think about this. Yeah, right. I mean, a lot of it. A lot of it depends on what your priorities are. Uh, you know, if you want to spend a lot of time in like the main vendor hall, then yes, it's just going to be like wall to wall people all day, every day. If you're there strictly for gaming and a lot of times specific games, mm-hmm. if they're the the bigger the big ones like Magic and Catan and some D&D and stuff like that, those usually have designated areas. Okay. So you can stay there. And it can still be a good number of people, but there are people that are there because they are into the same thing you're into. So at least you know you're in common ground. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, and then if you stick to even like the stuff that's not as heavily attended, like the writers' workshops and um, some of the uh, panels and stuff, can be less crowded. So, we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see how it how it goes. Um, so yeah, they're going to cap the attendance. Um, there's going to be uh, online events that you can do from home. They're going to do some live streaming. There's also they're also going to do some pop-up events at your friendly local game store um, all over the place. So stay tuned to the website. So you know if you can't make those dates, there's still going to be Gen Con adjacent events going on. That sounds pretty cool. Outside like of downtown Indianapolis, so. Hmm. So. I, I, I kind of like that idea of, you know. Yeah. You know, your local game store, like, hey, we're affiliated, and if you can't get downtown or don't want to go with the big crowds right now, then just keep it wherever it is you go gaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, so, because uh, the, the change in dates did take... A number of people by surprise who were all like, you know, I already requested off work, and that's un- you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, um, well, at least but- it's far enough out that maybe it'd still be okay. I don't know. I mean, everyone's workplace is right, but- yeah. And right. for some people, you know, that's already in the school year, so the school's already started for the kids. Mm-hmm. But you know, again, it's going to be different where you live. You know, things mm-hmm. like year-round school maybe they're off i don't know because yeah they they... right after labor day so (laughs) who knows some schools don't start until after labor day so it's just it's it's just you know it is what it is you're never going to be able to accommodate everybody um and um while this doesn't affect me um at all but i do also have to give a thumbs up to gen con because um they have specifically um, stepped up and made announcements and are actively working on options because these dates that they got mm-hmm. were really the only ones available at the convention center because by them we're also getting into the NFL season and all the other things that the convention Ooh, center right. and Lucas Oil are used for. Um, so, but this, that particular weekend also happens to be Yom Kippur, which is like one of the biggest Jewish holidays for those that are, you know, yeah, celebrate. practicing uh, mm-hmm. Jews. Um, and so um, they are actively working with local synagogues and stuff um, to offer things like uh, services and transportation to services and stuff like that. So they can, if they come, they can still uh, participate in Gen Con, but also their, I don't know, whatever services, rituals, whatever is. Well, that's, 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 that's a good, that's great. Good job, Gen Con. (laughs) That is a great, that is a great idea. Yeah. So that is, uh, Gen Con, so here's hoping that it actually happens <laughs> in person. Yeah, from September. Hopefully, um, yeah. Well, I think the way things are going, and I mean, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole necessarily, yeah. but it, it and like around here, even it feels it feels like it's starting to kind of 
loosen up a little bit. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Mm -hmm. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is true. Um, so there's that. And then moving on to award season. Since we had the Golden Globes, uh, we have now have uh, nomination announcements for the BAFTAs, which is essentially the British version of the Oscars, uh, essentially. Um, and the Emmys, because don't they do TV um, at this one too? Or is that a different one? Yeah, though they do... It's mostly movies. Okay. Um, but they have, yeah, it's all movies, but they do have some categories that the Oscars don't have, like um, Best Casting is not one that we do for the Academy Awards. Mm -hmm. um, and then they also have um, Best they have best international film or best international feature, but then they also have a category specifically for best British film. So, um, but yeah, a, a lot, most of the nominations are ones that we saw for the Golden Globes. Um, so there's not really anything, I think, surprising there. Um, but those will take place on April 11th. Um, and then we also actually now have the Oscar nominations, too, because the Academy Awards take place not long after that um, on the 25th of April. And again, most of the nominations are the same um, mm -hmm. for uh, pretty much all those all those categories. So we'll see what happens <laughs> so thankfully thankfully or unthankfully depending on how we look at it um i have not heard anything from our uh, <laughs> cohorts uh about uh going toe-to-toe -to -toe again this year so i think we're off the hook for having to try to pick winners <laughs> especially um, since did anybody see anything last year <laughs> Yeah, other than the in the uh, animated category, you know, I've I've seen Onward and Soul. So yeah, that's, that's yeah, what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen those so, too. Yeah, I, like I, I, you, you have to like. Thankfully, like all, all the uh, major categories, like Best Picture and stuff, because of the pandemic, all of those are available on some streaming service, but they're not all on the same streaming service. So you almost have to be subscribed to all of them to be able to see everything. Mm -hmm. mm. Or at least get the, um, the, the free trial, whatever that is for that particular streaming service. Some of them it's <laughs> yeah. two weeks, some are 30 days. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you got to keep track of what you've canceled and <clears throat> what you still need to before, before you get charged <laughs> yeah. yeah what i usually do is like i'll get it watch what i want to watch and then cancel it as soon as i'm done with it and then boom yeah <laughs> well some of us will have to do that <laughs> yes if we really if, we, if we're really that that motivated to see them and i'm sort of like well i don't know maybe <laughs> yeah it, it depends every depending on the movie like if it's one I've, I've already wanted to watch anyway i would like yeah okay maybe i'll go for the effort yeah 
so but the uh like i said the oscars are on the 25th of april so mark your calendars i guess if you want to watch mm-hmm. however they plan on doing that apparently it's not they're not going to have a host at least not a singular host because well, they haven't had kinda like the golden globes where they yeah. just do live from all over the place so we'll see (laughs) um speaking of oscars moving on um uh latest episode of gold standard is in the feeds uh we uh did gentlemen's agreements um so that was the big winner for 1947. Spoiler alert, um, not the most lauded movie we've ever done. <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, no, I was the, I was not the Russian judge. I was not the Sokovia wow. judge uh, for this one. Wow. <laughs> so, That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Usually you're the Unusual. Russian judge. <laughs> Dear diary, today, I've, today, Ra- Rachel was actually not the harshest on an Oscar winner. Yes. <laughs> Back in the day. Mark this day down. Yeah. Dun dun dun. dun. <sighs> You'll have to listen to find out. Uh-huh. Uh, so there is that, and that's um, really it for the news. Although we have a bit of housekeeping slash news um i'm not sure exactly you know rob said that he was going to make some sort of post make an official announcement so maybe that will be coming soon i know he's he's still actively working on getting the website um up to date because the entire website got a revamp um but um we are now uh, our podcast uh, is now officially part of the Southgate Media Group family of podcasts. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, technically, I was already part of it because of Gold Standard. <laughs> uh, but Rob offered to have Five Ish Fangirls join the the family um, and explain to us, you know, what what that would mean and uh we we talked about it amongst ourselves and decided yeah sure let's, yeah. let's go for it so we are now mm-hmm. part of uh really an amazing group of podcasts and i'm not just saying mm-hmm. that because a number of the people that host those podcasts are friends of mine <laughs> exactly yeah and we've now, appeared they're, they're... on a good number of them so yeah <laughs> Rob is, like I said, and they've and quite a few of them been on Oz. Yes, <laughs> right. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're they're all they're all good. They're all splendid chaps, all of them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it, Rob's still working on bios uh, for mm-hmm. everybody, and it was <sighs> a lot of work because he wanted uh, all the shows that we've ever guested on, <laughs> and some of us were just like. <sighs> 
Like, hold that thought. Okay. Give me um scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. Two more documents later. Yes. <laughs> Some of us are a bit uh podcast happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Yeah. <laughs> you do what makes you happy, folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And those are just guest appearances. That doesn't count. This show, right? And exactly. the three hundred plus episodes, <laughs> and gold standard with the twenty plus episodes that we've already done. <laughs> so, I was I was just thinking, like, aren't you guys coming up on a year soon, or am I, or is my time? No, gold standard uh, started not long after. It's actually gold standard's birthday is like not long after our birthday. Oh, okay. okay. Some reason so I thought it'll be it, like, June. started. I, for some reason i thought it started soon after all the lockdowns started happening nope okay well you know it's not like i have a great sense of time anyway yeah <laughs> it's like all i know is today is monday <laughs> yes <laughs> we're recording yes <laughs> and the day the day constantly reminded me yes yeah. i'm a monday yeah <laughs> But yay, podcast. Yay. Yes, at least I have the podcast to look forward to. (laughs) Yep. So so we're real happy to be part of uh Southgate Media Group and I think it'll be a um win win situation all around. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, it's nothing is gonna change as far as, you know our i'm talking to our listeners yeah nothing's going to change for you guys the show is going to stay exactly the same yeah nothing, nothing's going to be a, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> show must go on cue the freddie Mercury. um mm-hmm. uh it, it's just uh that brings us into the southgate fold and the support of rob who is just amazing with mm-hmm all the back end stuff marketing Mm -hmm. and all those all those things i mean it's got a business degree so um plus just it 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 gives us access to ways to be in touch with all the other hosts of all the other podcasts we now have a dedicated slack (laughs) Mm -hmm. everybody uses slack for their work which is makes it really easy for us to be like hey you know we're talking about this topic. Anybody got expertise? Easier, on that? You know, easier than sending a crap ton of emails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, constant back and forth and making sure people read it. So yeah, it's uh, just on the back end. It's gonna make things uh, a little easier for us. So yay! It's exciting. <laughs> Very. So that is it for the news. Uh, moving on to feedback. We've got just a little bit of feedback. We got a comment um, on our most recent post from our last episode. Uh, last episode we did running for fandom talking about, uh, you know, we talked uh, about Random Tuesday and Brittany and I have been collecting medals. <laughs> I, I have three of them on the way and yeah, holly's got some the- coming that we now I have think- a photo album on our facebook page so you can see yeah our medals I, come, I will get pictures yeah <laughs> i haven't signed up yet because payday has yeah had, I, I, had to, I had to get clothes for my kids you know but yeah. i i saw the the, the sassanac 6k and i'm like oh yeah. outlander <laughs> yeah so that, that one that one mean for me that, that one's on my radar so the next time i get paid and i have a little extra scratch then uh 
Mm-hmm. That's that's going that that's going on my list. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll and, let you. Yeah, uh, you ladies will have to guess the other two. Brittany, don't talk. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> she 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 kind of already knows. Yeah, uh, and, and I know Brittany has joined the Facebook group. At least mm-hmm. the yeah. Hoovian one. I have Hoovian Running Club. I have two. But then there's the, have... the Phantom Running Club one, which all of those Facebook groups are enablers, which does not help any. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, all I, all I did was look at the website and like, ooh, these look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> the Phantom Running one. I want was, this one and this one and this one and that one. Yeah. The Phantom Running one um for the last couple of years they have been doing battle of the fandoms Ooh. and this is unofficial random tuesday so it's it's really just for you know <laughs> fun and games um mm-hmm. but they do um kind of a bracket <laughs> type uh so they pick fandoms that have not really been represented in the official random tuesday with supernatural being like the exception um (laughs) but um so you they do just random fandoms so like this this most recent one where we're getting ready to start there's um uh i joined the marvel one (laughs) there's a supernatural one there is a one for scrubs one for Dolly Parton, uh, one for fans of Les Mis, uh, <laughs> and I can't remember some of the others. There's a Supernatural one. Uh, there's a Muppets up. one, and I cannot remember the... Uh, oh, Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, ooh. Ah, darn. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, so you, you you sign up, you you know, do like your top three teams, um, and then based on that, um, they want to make sure that the teams have even numbers or numbers of people. Uh, but once you're put on your team, um, they have uh, in this case it's ten days, and each team um, uses a app where you upload, you go and do your runs or walks, you know, how, whatever you do on that can be measured. Um, uh, you know on your phone or if you've got a fitbit or whatever um and each day you upload your mileage and then they just add the mileage together um and essentially the excuse me the fandom at the end of those 10 days with the most points wins um and then they've got many things so like they're putting like marvel and oh how to train your dragon that's the other one um so they've put that like uh similar fandoms together and like between those two or three fandoms will whoever gets the most of that gets bonus points and like you know which team gets the most miles within a 24-hour period that's already been pre-designated gets bonus points and that that helps break ties and stuff so and at the end you just get you know the chance to gloat you know saying our fandom's the best because it got the most miles and therefore you know the most points and stuff so but uh so that should be interesting <laughs> yeah i forgot to yeah. sign up for that yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah, i do too I- they don't have medals for that one but they do have shirts so if you wanted a, a shirt particular because they, they come up with designs and stuff so um cool. yeah the whole I'm- 
the whole just random Tuesday running thing, they're just all a bunch of enablers as far as signing up. The head one too. And I'm in that group, and they also have like house common room groups. Yeah. It, and it's, so I'm in the Ravenclaw one. <laughs> it's kind of like that meme when they say, and you buy one more, it could be drugs. At least it's not drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's almost right? the exact opposite of that. Yeah. I've already gotten to the point where I ha- I are, I've already gone and it's on its way, and I ordered a metal holder. <laughs> yeah, so, nice. uh, one of those racks one, that I... you can put your medals on and it also holds your bibs <laughs> so <laughs> I'm the funny way to print out my bibs yeah so off to Kinko's <laughs> mm-hmm. or the like office depot something your local library <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> Library's probably cheaper. And I've yeah. also... It depends on what you have access to. Yeah. Brittany's out in the boonies, uh, so... Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Probably that's close. Yep. So... so but, yeah. Anyway, oh, back yeah. to our feedback. <laughs> Tangents. <laughs> <over there. laughs> It's like we'll never get to we'll never get to Westview at this at this rate. Yeah. (laughs) Back to the actual feedback. Our comment from unknown. Uh, they didn't bother to put their name, so it just said unknown. They said brilliant, already a fan of this group, but wow, learn some info. So thumbs up. Thanks. We 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 aim to please. Yes. Glad that you got to learn some more about Random Tuesday. That was kind of the point. Indeed. So, and no mention if the mention of band aids made them cry. So <laughs> maybe that was just me. We, we won't. We won't judge if it did. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Yes. Just like Anna with Kristoff. <laughs> Go ahead and cry. I won't judge. <laughs> I've cried over weirdo things and band aids. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, thank you, random person, for your comment and for your listen and taking the time yes. to comment. And yes, hopefully thank you, you thank are you. collecting medals like the drugs that they are as well. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know we love reading, but sometimes it's hard to find time to physically sit down with a book, which is why the Five-ish Fangirls has proudly partnered with Audible. Audible is a leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audiobooks, ranging from bestsellers to celebrity memoirs. Whatever makes you squee, there's a perfect listen for you. Every month, members get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible Originals. Whether you're adventuring through time and space, running from dinosaurs, or capturing ghosts, With the free app, audiobooks go where you go. You can download titles and listen offline, anytime, anywhere. Even if you switch devices, you'll never lose your place. And right now, Five-ish Fangirls listeners can sign up for a free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. That's 30 days to check out not only their huge collection of audiobooks, but also podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. So continue the joy of reading with Audible. Don't see a title that trips your trigger one month? No problem! Your credit will roll over to the next month, and you can quit anytime and keep the books you've acquired 
forever. For more details and to sign up for your free 30-day trial, visit audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. That's audibletrial.com slash fiveishfangirls. And now, back to the podcast. All right, so moving on to this week's main topic. Brittany can uh, be our New Jersey expert. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say this. I've actually never been to Westview, so I can't say like the. Wait, is Westview an actual thing? They didn't make it up for the show? Oh, okay. There is is a place in it's like a un, what's it, un something I don't remember. But but unincorporated. It, yes, thank you. Unincorporated uh, in West uh, in New Jersey in Westview, like East New Jersey. It's close to New York. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But is there an East View New Jersey though? Uh, that I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you should be able to find out. New Jersey's not a very big state. Yeah, it is not. That is there's, a, there's a lot of tiny little town villages. It's like I don't know where all of them townships. <laughs> yeah, townships. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, uh, you know, to put on your best uh, how you know 50s housewife dress and uh, <laughs> let's hop in the uh, family car and head off to Westview, New Jersey for WandaVision. And be prepared for all the Sokovian cultural activities. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. we're going to go episode by episode because this is this is what the mcu does mm-hmm. telling a story but building on what's come before and mm-hmm. wandavision does that on you know the small screen essentially in nine episodes but mm-hmm. i mean this is the mcu this is this oh, is what yes. they do is mm-hmm. the callbacks to things that the, that's happened before not just in the movies but tv shows as well we will get to that mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. you people in charge for keeping mm-hmm. stuff in canon as much mm-hmm. as some people want to complain that stuff is not canon mm-hmm. anymore um 
<laughs> and laying the groundwork now. Yeah, laying the groundwork for things that are the things we know are coming, things that we assume are coming but have not been officially announced. Mm-hmm. Um, things that should be coming <laughs> and we hope are coming but have yes. not been officially announced. Um, uh, yeah, this is just for you know originally pre-pandemic uh the plan was as far as production was concerned that they were they were going to produce these disney plus series and we were supposed to get falcon and the winter soldier first but with everything that happened we got wandavision first and actually i think in this case that was a good thing i think this Mm -hmm. is the show we needed first as Mm -hmm. weird and different and just like we got those first two episodes because they released the the the, the two black and white episodes essentially on on the first day and um immediately social media was like split between people going oh my god this is so good and oh my god what the f has Marvel done? I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will say this, and and I I may very well be in the minority here, but I okay. So in the Marvel movies, I loved I I, I loved Wanda and Vision. I mm-hmm. I I love their 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 relationship. I love their characters. Well, I wanted more of Wanda from Age of Ultron on, um, and I just never I never felt like I got enough of it. Mm-hmm. And so when they announced WandaVision, I'm like, oh, that's a show. That's got to be a show about Wanda and Vision. And then Infinity War happened and Vision died. And I was just like, well, how, how, what? No. So I was a little, I was a little upset. So I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to see, I'm not going to see them, you know, get to be a couple or anything. And I was very, up, I was very disappointed. And then, you know, we just, we kept watching and. And then this, then you know, the pandemic happened. Then they announced, "Oh, this is still going to happen." And they had the 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 promos for it. And I'm like, okay, what is this? I'm very intrigued. And if nothing else, just first off, it's something new to watch, mm-hmm. um, something to look forward to. Which we know, have we not have... gotten new Marvel sets. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's Spider-Man. not even just yeah. It's mm-hmm. not even just so. Marvel. It's just it's something. And yes. I'm like, well, I'm gonna try. Uh, I'm gonna try these, this out. And these are two characters I like. So I'm gonna watch it. So yeah, I loved the 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 50s and 60s at the black those those sitcom episodes. I had a ball with them. I just loved mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, I don't care if this is building up to something. I'm not theorizing about anything. I am just going to enjoy. Because mm-hmm. yes. it's been a long time since I've had anything that I could just sit down and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's exactly what I did. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't get it. What's with the sitcoms? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, you know what? Go away, fun suckers. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically my yeah. attitude. Yeah. Not for you. Oh, yeah. For me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, one, yeah, it's not for haters. Sorry. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Haters may, may be hate, but they're not welcome. Uh, <laughs> they, you know, hater party over there. Uh, go yes. play in the basement. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, Take the haterade with you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, but uh, the other thing that I immediately recognized in general after just those first two episodes is y- you just have to look at the MCU as a whole. Mm-hmm. The real world, it is 2021. The mm-hmm. MCU 
started in 2008. Yes. It has been 13, almost 13 years since Iron Man. You know, we got RDJ going, I am Iron Man, and getting that uh -huh. first post-credit scene with Nick Fury and all that kicking off the MCU that this may it'll be 13 years that's <laughs> so crazy that'll, that'll make it crazy that'll yeah. make you feel old yeah we're going into phase four of yeah. the mcu at this point yes we are still going to be getting new things that we have not seen before like the eternals movie that we're getting coming up that's going to be something new that unless you know the comics it's not something we've really seen in the mcu yet as far as content but at the same time not all content that is coming from marvel and disney for the mcu is not for newbies they are making things for those of us that have been here Mm -hmm. for the long mm -hmm. haul and don't need to be spoon-fed information right. we are willing to mm -hmm. watch take in what they give us fill it you know either by doing our own research in between movies or episodes or whatever to you know figure out easter eggs you know if a name gets dropped mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. we can go look that stuff up or we're just happy to watch as they connect those dots for us yeah. Whenever yeah. those dots get connected, whether yeah. it's the end of this series or in this case, yeah, we got kind of, you know, we got kind of a ending at the end mm -hmm. of this series, but the story's not finished and not going to be finished, finished. This is the MCU. It's never really finished, but we're not really going to get a conclusion to this part of Wanda's story until Doctor Strange, which isn't due out until next year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, and also, like we were saying, you know, this isn't, you know, necessarily for brand, brand, brand newbies. No, this is because, for the fans. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, kind of going off on that, it's like, well, this is on a streaming service. And yes, it's a streaming service that a lot of people have. And Disney Plus mm -hmm. is pushing, like, every time you open it up, there's like, here's our brand new thing. Right now they're showing Falcon and Winter Soldier mm -hmm. on the banner on the thing. Um, so, yes, they're pushing it. But at the same time, it's like, and maybe and maybe things are changing. Maybe after this pandemic, the, the 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 paradigm will shift a little bit. But I always feel like okay, movies are sort of the 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 general audience. They're like, oh, I want to go see a movie on a on a weekend. Again, this is without a pandemic. And you know what's playing? Oh, there's a new Marvel movie. Well, I didn't see the last two or three. Well, let's go anyway, and you know just just to have something to do. And so a lot of people go into these. It's not, I mean, you know, there's the people who are hardcore, like, oh, I gotta see it opening night. But then there's the people who are like, and maybe it's been out for a few weeks, and they're like, oh, I just want to go see a movie. So they go see it. They might not necessarily sit down and watch it on streaming because, like, first off, how many streaming services are there? that people have <laughs> and there's like uh, a, million, a million million things you could be watching so and like i said the, the the paradigm could be shifting a little bit with with everything you know our quote-unquote new normal um so maybe it's more like okay yeah the fans are gonna seek out wandavision or you know the, these marvel tv shows on disney plus they are going to sit down and purposely watch these so they can have that piece of the story that, that, that's going on because because we're invested in it we've seen these characters like i said i really wanted to see wanda envision as a couple 
working out their relationship and being superheroes and 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 all these things i wanted that story i really did Mm -hmm. so i was Mm -hmm. like yes i'm gonna sit down and watch this maybe the other marvel things i'll sit down and watch and maybe they aren't quite what i'm looking for but this one yes this is what i want so yeah you're right this is more for i mean i mean you don't want to say this and be like oh you know this isn't for you but at the same time oh no like, we're, we're not of, i'm not, I'm not well, gate- okay keeping it anyway well, I'm no, just no no saying no that that's yeah. not what i'm implying it's yeah. i've kind of done my time so yeah. creators you people who was telling the story thank you for rewarding me for mm-hmm. sticking with you mm-hmm. yeah so i mean and, and if a new and if a newbie comes on and like oh i want to see what this is about well okay you've got some homework to do <laughs> like yeah. you said 13 mm-hmm. years worth of, of, of movies yeah. but you're gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. so you know but yeah i i do i do like that feeling of hey i've invested in this so thank you for rewarding my loyalty mm-hmm that's exactly so what it felt like. Mm-hmm. That's yes. exactly what it felt like. I'm yeah. like, yes, this is. I've I, I've stuck around, and I feel like I've been given something like mm-hmm. a medal. You know, yes. <laughs> like a fan of running. Like, here, you've been a fan. You deserve a medal. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they, you know, we actually get to get into some meat of of uh, you know Wanda's backstory, and even a little bit with Vision and. With yeah. some of this other stuff <clears throat> that's going on and the one thing i love about wandavision is for the most part and i'll address the the the, the not most part it is something new from marvel i mean uh, you know we, we love marvel and they, they, they've done a great job with these stories that being said there is there does seem to be a bit of a formula and it is getting a little samey in some ways this made it this was this was different enough that i'm like oh you're doing something new and exciting and i'm interested not not that i wasn't interested before like i said but you kept me going you kept with 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 this new approach to it you kept me interested Mm -hmm. as we're going on because this was a week to week this wasn't like here's these nine episodes go binge it's this week you watch it this week and i kind of like that because we don't really get that anymore especially where this it, where they're paying homage to sitcoms yeah and those are a week to week thing so i kind of like the weekly okay we're going to sit down you know it's friday night or you know friday if i work on friday i have to do it in the evening um yeah. friday night i'm going to go home and watch this, this is going to be my reward for you know the weekend you know, mm-hmm. getting getting through the the work week. Mm-hmm. So I really love I, I like that with that, that that they're doing that. And I know some people are like, yeah. well, it's streaming. Why don't you just drop them? I'm like, because then it's over in a blink. Yeah, you don't really yeah. get a chance to like absorb, mm-hmm. especially with these movies that are these TV series that are part of a larger universe. Because we, mm-hmm. you know, we've. You know, people complain complains like what well, you know we've thought, i saw people complain about wandavision like why do i have to wait week to week i just want to binge it and i'm like well they've been doing the week to week since we got the mandalorian we've got yeah, two right. seasons well, and mandalorian people- week to week but with stuff where it's part of these larger universe and therefore so rich with just stuff and references mm-hmm. and building upon what's come before and building on mm-hmm. what's coming next you almost need that yes. to watch it mm-hmm. and absorb what it. you saw digest mm-hmm. it maybe do some research maybe watch it again to see what you missed the yeah. first time around 
and, and, and you then know, and when the a, next one comes around you've you've had a chance to actually retain because if you binge you don't necessarily retain yeah what well, you right. and, uh, what and you've there, watched there is there there is something to be said for binging like if that's just if that's what you want to do well, and certain it, things and i think can yeah. and sh- you know are yeah. should be the, binged yeah well, not should if be the binged, but. if the format lends to, lends itself to it then yeah. do it um i'm just saying like this is something it's different and after a year of all we had to do was you know sit and binge movies and shows it's like it was nice to step back and uh, and you know if and now you can binge it if you want to because it's mm-hmm. out but it was before it gave you something to look forward to yeah <laughs> and i i i mean i know it's it's weird to say that because we're like oh you know streaming services are awesome but like every time like uh, like a show is dropped on netflix whether it's stranger things or fuller house or something and i watch all the way through it and i'm like well now it's over now what do i do mm-hmm. whereas so you know it feels like i had the sugar rush and then i go then i crash mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but this one i'm like it just i kind of got to enjoy it it was a nice marathon yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but it was a paced out marathon yes yeah you know, it's like seven weeks of just yay yeah, yeah. so you know i i liked it i i had a, i had a good time it was just fun and yeah it was a break from from all the stupid crap happening in the world yeah that too as as is right and proper yeah <laughs> i think but. yeah anyway so so but uh so that's like our initial thoughts but let's let's get into the meat and potatoes here yes. or in this case steak diane uh <laughs> <laughs> with lobster sandwich or as a yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> do you set your own jellies uh, <laughs> but of course yes uh <clears throat> so um yeah so we're, yeah we're gonna go in this go episode by episode here because mm-hmm. we really need to talk about um see the progression and how it builds upon itself and and tells this tells this story um especially with this overall kind of theme um because this chronologically starts three weeks after the end of endgame so uh you know hulk brought everybody back um and then you know we have the big showdown with thanos and of course wanda was one of the people that had been dusted um because of the the blip as they're officially calling it i guess now and they called it yeah. the blip in spider-man and now they're calling it the blip in here so i guess that's what we're calling it is the blip um, it's not the snap mm-hmm. anymore yeah but wanda was one of the people that, that disappeared for five years so she gets brought back and of course since vision died right in front of her twice uh uh once by her hand and then by thanos's um you know she gives thanos a run for his money and Mm -hmm. with between her and carol they could have taken him out if he had not you know brought on that Mm -hmm. barrage (laughs) really Mm -hmm. uh your powers come from an infinity stone watch out that's all i'm saying um yeah yeah so uh, and you know tony stark sacrificed himself 
uh, to, to get rid of Thanos and all of his minions. And then the last time we saw Wanda was at the kind of memorial service at the, the cabin. Um, so, uh, so it's now about three weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanos being defeated fully and, and Tony Stark's death and everything. Um, so, and last we saw Wanda, she was with uh, Hawkeye. You know, talking about there those that they lost because we also lost Natasha, <laughs> which is yeah. weird to think about considering we're getting a Black Widow movie. It's like Natasha's not gone mm-hmm. away. That no, that's before. Uh, yeah, tiny wimey. Um, uh. So now we are in our our first episode, which is in black and white, takes place about the 1950s. Um, the episode one filmed before a live studio audience, which it actually was. Yes, they actually which filmed. I love. They did. If you if you have not watched the assembled on you Disney Plus, the behind the scenes stuff, do so because mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Just how authentic they wanted these first two yeah. episodes to be. I mean, they wanted authentic through all of it, but especially these black and white sitcom you know dick van dyke the, bewitched i you know type uh I, tv shows yeah. and i yeah. love the fact that they actually because the first one the house um is styled after the how the home in the dick van dyke show they actually went and talked to dick van dyke mm-hmm. to make sure that they got this as you know, correct to the way it was when they made the Dick Van Dyke show. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, there there are some of us over here who, like, grew up on sitcoms, whether, you know, it was Nick at Night or, yes. or, or you know, the yes. first run ones. And I'm just like, I, I loved it. I, I loved every minute of it. And I know, you know, it's kind of its own funny little genre and it's not quite as quite as much done today as it was back then. But, you know, it's just, it's charming and it's sweet yeah. and and the the effort that they went it through to 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 make it to make it authentic, even to the point where you know Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are straight up, you know they they are so channeling all those old sitcom actors from mm-hmm. from way mm-hmm. back when, and I'm like it just warmed my heart that I'm like oh you guys you actually do care yeah. and this is awesome mm-hmm. and I love it yeah they so used, it's, yeah they used authentic lighting they yeah. actually filmed with similar cameras in black and white so actually vision is painted blue because that actually looks better in black and white than the magenta that he normally is so you see the behind the scenes which that's in color and you see paul bettany walking around with the vision makeup on but he's got a blue head and hands and it's like wait a minute that's not right but it's the way it worked for in black and white they did they sometimes needed to use odd colors because it looked better in black and white for those that don't know here's a little weird piece of trivia like the monsters house their walls were pink yeah well in the the adams family the exterior it was bright pink yeah um and then you know in doctor who in the black and white ones the the center console was was like mint green it wasn't that gray it wasn't gray or or white or anything because it just looked better on on the black and white film yeah yeah so but yeah i'm definitely one of those people that um grew up with a lot of those sitcoms on 
Nick at Night, obviously, mm -hmm. reruns. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not that mm -hmm. old. <laughs> but like, yeah, like we said, there, there, there's a certain charm to it and that they went so, that they, that they worked so hard to make it authentic. Uh, it's just, it's great. And mm -hmm. it's, it's not just, it's not just a cheap gimmick. They actually put some effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes. you know, it, it starts, it, it kicks everything off. Um, most of these episodes have a era appropriate theme song to go with it. All the music, the all the music was done by the Lopez's who did the yes. music for all the Frozen. Frozen. So mm -hmm. <laughs> and Coco and yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know if you like, and they fit if the so music well. for Frozen and or Coco has ever been stuck in your head, and this music is now getting stuck in your head, you can blame them because it's yeah. the same mm -hmm. people. <laughs> but it was so awesome i loved all of it yeah and it fits yes. so well with the time periods as we move on yeah yeah, yeah I, it, I keep bouncing around different ones getting stuck in my head yeah i mean the 80s <laughs> yes, the yeah. 80s one i just i i just love uh -huh. yeah. mm-hmm Of what life could be But then the years come and teach you To just wait and see Forces may try to pull us apart But nothing can faze me if you're in my heart Crossing our fingers, singing a song We're making it up as we go This one is now obviously, you know, yeah, you don't have to be a, a psychologist to, to, I think, to know this. Most people know this. Um, but there are officially, unofficially, these seven stages of grief. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, obviously, as human beings, uh, most of the time, you know, if we suffer a loss, we will go through these stages. It's not always in that the order that you see them listed right they will sometimes you will bounce around sometimes you'll repeat steps uh you may go mm -hmm. from denial to anger back to denial to you know starting to work through it and then something you know will trigger you or you get reminded mm -hmm. of something and you suddenly uh, to guilt so but in general um this whole thing this whole series is really giving Wanda 
a chance to work through the stages of grief because she's gone not just the loss of vision but the loss of her parents as a child Mm -hmm. where she and Pietro were stuck in their home with that stark bomb for two days not knowing if it was going to blow up Mm -hmm. Um, and going from that to volunteering for Hydra and being under the thumb of Strucker um (laughs) he'll always have time for you uh (laughs) oh gosh to uh you know becoming an avenger but then the incident with um in lago and lagos uh you know and her being called a terrorist and you know cat you know with the events in captain america civil war and then the Uh you know infinity war and endgame she's just been through a lot yes you know since i mean she and before even that she was in sokovia she was living in this war torn country yeah the the one episode where it has it flashes back to her life is like the mom looks Mm -hmm. out the window and there are i mean it's it's a literal war zone Mm -hmm. and they're about Mm -hmm. to sit down and watch the dick van dyke show (laughs) Yeah, because that yep. was their escape. Their, yeah, their, their dad escape. got these well, yeah. American DVDs seemingly mm-hmm. illegally, and he sells them probably on the black market to make money. Um, but that's what the people in Sokovia, there was a market for that because mm-hmm. they needed something to escape from. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a lot of um, true to life of, of most like, like uh, communist countries, you know, like Soviet Union and from back back when and in North Korea now is they would smuggle they still smuggle those movies and the, the, that media because it's it's hopeful to them it's hope mm-hmm. you know it shows them like what life could be like when they're not under the the dictatorial thumb of whatever egotistical little snipe and that's the nice word i can say <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, just, just to give them like there there's somewhere that that this life isn't what isn't what what is what what reality is mm-hmm. so it's you know to to us you know maybe in the west it seems a little like oh gosh that's so trivial but no it actually helped them a lot and as this show as wandavision shows for wanda it's it, it's how she gets that's how she copes with her grief because those shows were with her at all of her really hard moments in her life mm-hmm Mm-hmm. so you know if anyone if anyone makes fun of you for for your fandom well gee <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. well and, right? and, you know even it's even like that for people not in mm-hmm. countries well, ra- being ravaged by yeah, war i, I mean, mean yeah I, i've seen yeah i'm sure other people have seen it too it gets, oh yeah i mean that, that, on that, facebook that every a... now and then that that uh image or whatever that you know people uh you know the reason that people will watch the same tv shows or movies over and over and over again is because it's familiar enough that you know if you suffer from depression or anxiety you're not going yeah. to have those feelings because you know what to expect yeah it's comforting. i mean i mean the, it yeah, is comforting. The, the, the whole war zone thing that, that that's just one example but yeah i totally agree i'm like i i do the same thing i think we all have those moments mm-hmm. where like uh, I don't care. Like, give me an episode of Full House. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I know, I know it's fluffy nonsense. I don't care. That's what I want right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And exactly. actually, um, in the middle of watching WandaVision, I'll, I'll say this: um, my my grandmother passed away at the end of end of February, just about when 
uh, WandaVision was was starting to wrap up, and it was actually that it was actually a Friday that we uh, that we got the news. I was home, and I was just like, it was it, and, and I knew it was coming, and it really hit me hard. But like, and I was like, well, you know, Wanda, you know, WandaVision's up. I should watch that. And I just kind of, and I just thought like, oh, I'm just watching it because I, you know, I've started it. But it was just kind of this cathartic moment of. I'm not dealing with family drama right now and uh-huh. we're like, I'm doing something else. And it, mm-hmm. it really, it really helped. It, it, mm-hmm. it uh, and it's helped, you know, this kind of stuff's helped me before. So, I mean, you know, we're talking about grief and, and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. so there's that. Yeah. Yeah. But this, this first episode mm-hmm. is really kind of denial. Yeah there's yes. really nothing other than till we get other than when we get to that point um at the dinner party where mr hart starts joke choking and it actually ends up going into uh twilight zone territory they changed up the camera angles and mm-hmm. some of the, the music and and the lighting and stuff so it's a bit more twilight mm-hmm. zone mm-hmm. and vision uses his powers to pull whatever it is that mr hart's choking on out of him because he's able to to phase through solid objects um so he's actually able to reach in and just pull it out of his esophagus and um that's kind of the um and them struggling before that to kind of tell their story because they're getting you know getting the third degree from mrs hart you know it's like you know where'd you move from how long you been married why don't you have kids yet um (laughs) you know that sort of thing and it's not that's the first time where we kind of get the things are not exactly what they seem moment but it's not enough breakage that you can still have that kind of veil of this is reality and Wanda is in pure denial of what has happened in reality. For her, this is reality. And and bear in mind, like you said, this takes place just a few weeks after Endgame, but because Wanda got snapped, blipped, whatever, for her, Vision just died. Just just a few minutes ago basically yeah because she's been gone for these these five years and she hasn't had a chance to process any of this and now she is Mm -hmm. so yeah 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 uh so um there's a a few easter eggs We'll, we'll cover the easter eggs for each episode too at least some of them there's a lot <laughs> throughout the entire series but some of the real notable ones um mm-hmm. the wine served at dinner is called maison du mepri um which means house of contempt and there's also mm. a big m on the bottle um mm. because house of m is partially what they're basing this storyline on where wanda um in the comics she creates a alternate reality where mutants do not exist Uh um so kind of in the same vein we don't have we're not still not using mutants officially yet we'll get into that um but it is the idea of wanda creating this entire alternate reality because she cannot handle what's happening in the real world um uh, the uh, date on the calendar 
is August 23rd, which if you write that um, in uh, a way that you usually see, you see in Europe where they put the date and then the month um, okay. in that order, that makes 23, uh, you know, 23rd day of the eighth month. 238 Avengers comic number 238, which came out December of 1983. That is a uh, comic that uh, talks about how Vision was revived Ooh. after a period of hibernation. Huh. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, again, references to... Um, uh, the the reference when at <laughs> the very beginning when Vision comes into the kitchen and Wanda's doing the dishes and putting them away and one of the plates breaks you know, breaks as he's walking in and he's like my wife and her flying saucers and she's like my mm -hmm. husband it is an indestructible head uh, uh -huh. not so much because his head was ripped <sighs> <into Thanos. laughs> yeah I, I, that was the first one I I caught on to I was like oh yeah. gosh <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and then, of course, our, our ad in this one, the Toast Mate mm -hmm. 2000 by Stark Industries mm -hmm. with the blinking with red lights. It sounds an awful lot like Tony's uh, repulsors. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there were some of these that I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so morbid. But I kind of like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so... Um, so there's there's some Easter eggs there. Um, the okay, so episode two is the other one in black and white, but we moved slightly ahead to the '60s, um, where TV is slowly going from black and white to more color. Um, but we uh, some series start in black and white and end up ending in color as they go online, like Bewitch, um, mm -hmm. started in black and white and ended in color, um, which the opening sequence of this. The animation mm -hmm. style. So oh, I love that. Bewitched. I, 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 I had to rewind that one and watch it again because I was just like, I love this. And there are so yes. many Easter eggs just yeah. in those, just in that opening. Um, mm -hmm. There are uh, six twinkling stars, the six Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. um in the uh when vision phases through the floor um you can see in the uh, that in the floor there is the helmet of the grim reaper um who is a enemy of both vision and scarlet witch in the comics um it, when wanda's at the grocery store you see advertisements for bova milk Bova was in in the comics. Bova was a sentient cow who helped raise <laughs> Wanda and Pietro's kids. Hmm. I mean, okay. if, we, if we have a sentient horse that is probably coming in Thor, why not? Uh, mm -hmm. So, um, Auntie A's cat litter, Agatha and her cat Agatha. from the comics Ebony. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, there is a, uh, a statue of the wizard, um, on the table, the wizard, uh, at one point in the comics was thought to be Wanda's father, um, and then, um, eventually was killed off in the vision of Scarlet Witch, and actually the wizard appeared as a character in Jessica Jones in season 
two, I think. Um, it ended up getting killed too, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's there's several uh, Easter eggs just in that opening, um, and uh, we get introduced to um, a few more a few more characters uh, because now that we've kind of established that Wanda and Vision are living in this town, Westview. Um, where and we only really met um, Mr. and Mrs. Hart and Agatha Norm at Vision's work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Norm at Vision's work, where Vision nobody knows exactly what they do at that company, which again is kind of a, a trope from sitcoms. Yeah, <laughs> <Those> <laughs> say. like Dad works. What does he do? I've got no idea. No, no. He just he sits in the office. He sits at a desk and <laughs> the boss yells things. at him. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. yeah, and we were introduced to Agnes and the mention of her husband Ralph. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but and beyond that, we really don't get any other characters. Uh, so here, kudos to Catherine Hahn oh playing Agnes. Yeah, she yes. is just awesome. I'm gonna wax poetic about her about mm -hmm. for this entire thing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so now we get more of the town because Wanda and just now that they moved in um are now trying to be more involved in the community so they're going to perform a magic tech in the community talent show which is a fundraiser for the children everybody say it for the, for the children the children that we don't see for several episodes <laughs> yes. yeah. oh boy yeah um no um their stage names illusion and glamour are actually stage names used by actual music magicians, a couple, Ilya and Glynis Zarkov, who are Vision and Wanda's neighbors in the comic, The Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Ooh. Uh, we're also introduced to Dottie, who ends up being kind of a red herring. She's just a neighborhood bitch. She's not really anybody important. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the, the, when, but yeah, when you're introduced to her, you're like, I don't like you. Yes. And, and right. there's a reason for that. But no, mm -hmm. she's, she's just she's just mean. Yep. No, she's just perfect, a neighborhood I mean, bitch. Perfect red herring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I remember, like, when I posted all the thing, are you going to be... At some point, we will have to talk about all the red herrings in the show. Yes. <laughs> yes. Q, Q pup named Scooby-Doo line. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're also introduced to Senor Scratchy. This is Rabbit, who apparently played Baby Jesus in the uh, Nativity play. <laughs> Among other things. Uh, and, and what a name for a pet rabbit. Senor yeah. Scratchy. Senor Scratchy. Because Scratch, Nickel, yes. well, Nicholas no. Scratch is Agatha's son in the comics. Ah. Hmm. So, oh. yeah. old, old Scratch himself. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. And then we're also introduced to Geraldine in this episode. Mm -hmm. Who thinks Wanda's pants are peachy keen. Uh, this is just it's so much fun. Yes. I, that, that, that's going to be my tagline. I just yeah. grinned through this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, played by mm -hmm. Tiona Paris, uh, who uh, is going to be important 
Yeah. Really quickly. So, yeah, so we get the, the fun uh, talent show. Uh, we get to know, get to know more of the residents of, of Westview, uh, including Herb and uh, Phil, <laughs> who Phil is apparently Dottie's <laughs> husband. I think he is rethinking his life choices uh <laughs> oh, that. um so uh yeah so we and, get to and again in this like in this episode it's like i don't even care that i'm really watching wandavision or that I'm, you know, I'm watching a marvel show i'm enjoying this this sitcom and at some point i'm like oh my gosh i can't wait for the next episode of the show wait a minute it's gonna change in the next one isn't it mm -hmm. oh darn because yeah. i was just really <laughs> enjoying all the sitcom stuff yeah yeah uh, they 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 pull off their magic act even with vision essentially being drunk Kind mm -hmm. of because he gets gum in his. I love the cartoon that they did too. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, he, yes. like he he's way more advanced than that, but they really dumbed it down to be uh -huh. more appropriate with that animation. <laughs> it's like gerbils running and and wheels. Years going. <laughs> they were just this episode. They were just so clever with all of that, and it just yes. gave me the warm fuzzies just yeah. all around. Yeah, like Mark. Marvel, you you magnificent you're wonderful yeah i so, don't know how you did it but yeah they go. yeah so wandavision end up winning an award for the talent show as like the best comedy act or whatever um and you know they come home happy because they're like yay we you know we succeeded we're fitting into the community their trophy that they come home with is scott lang's world great greatest grandma <laughs> from mm -hmm. the wasp <laughs> I didn't, the prop. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Marvel's like, hey, we already got a trophy. We're yeah, let's go to the props. We got a trophy. Like, what somewhere. do we got? <laughs> it says world's greatest grandma. Ah, it's gonna be in black and white. They won't be able to tell. <laughs> It'll be far enough away from the camera. <laughs> Nobody will care, won't oh. right? Yeah. Um they're the uh house that Wanda and Vision are, are living in, at least as far as the exterior concern is concerned, um at this point is the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation House. Um and uh the house next door, uh Agnes's house is the Murtaugh house from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Because oh both That's houses scary. exist at the Warner Brothers Ranch, um, which is also where the Bewitched House still sits, uh, which this episode is based on, essentially, uh, uh, is Bewitched. So that's fun um but we do get uh, a bit more of reality starting to break in wanda finds that helicopter um that is in kind of the iron man colors but it's got the mm -hmm. logo on it um when donnie yeah. break when the uh we get the voice trying to break through on the radio when uh wanda's with dotty and uh, Dottie freaks out and breaks the glass, and we actually see the blood on her hand is red, um, and that kind of it breaks the spell for a minute. Um, 
and I, I love I love because it uh, it helped me Wanda is what's or help me Rhonda is what's playing mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the radio. But when Wu, Jimmy Wu's voice is coming through, every so often he would say Wanda, and it would be right in time with the song. So it'd be like help me Wanda instead mm-hmm. of help me Rhonda. I love that. Yeah, yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. I will I will admit, um, bon, you know, when I first heard that song like years and years ago, and I always I always would sing it as help me Wanda. No. I just always did, and now I'm like, yes, thank you. Somebody has vindicated me. <laughs> nice. Those lyrics work now. Yes, it's like no, it's like yes. yes it, so Little Marvel did you know? It. Yes, yeah. Marvel fixed it for me. Yes. <laughs> you were right all along, Chrissy. I was. I was. <laughs> and I'm gonna take that victory and run with it. Yep. <laughs> um and then uh at the at the end um we uh get the 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 big reveal that wanda is pregnant and in true sitcom fashion she she gets the announcement and then she's like eight months pregnant five yes yeah um yeah but uh the uh, so they, they have the moments they're like oh is this really happening like yes and then there's a, a disturbance outside so they go outside and we get the appearance of the sword beekeeper <laughs> because the sword yeah. in the comics the sword suits kind of like their hazmat type suits have always kind of looked like a beekeeper suit so they've always been kind of unofficially been called beekeepers sword agents with that suit so to have him literally turn into a beekeeper <laughs> is a nice a nice easter egg yeah uh, that's like a know. nice little wink like we, mm-hmm. you know. yeah yeah and then and we get and then we see more of wanda controlling things because uh we get a rewind <laughs> like She's that like, never happened no, no. yeah um Mm -hmm. and she and vision are going back to having their moment of oh we're gonna have a baby and everything turns to color as it did with well kind of to jump and kind of to jump back i love the i think it was this one with the opening where they hear stuff rattling yes outside their window and vision's the scaredy cat yeah and water's like Really? Yeah. I guess I'll have to take care of it then. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and the, the beds go from being two separate, separate. beds to one big one. Like, ooh, <laughs> husband and wife sleeping in the same bed. Mm-hmm. And then it's suddenly like, Wanda's pregnant. It's like, oh, gee, how did that happen? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, kids. <laughs> well, you know, Ricky and Leave Lucy. It. Lucy ended up with child and she and Ricky slept in separate beds. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. At least with Rob and Laura, they already had their kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and they never had any more. So, you can just do the math. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, that moves us to episode three. Now in color. <laughs> Imagine that. And mm-hmm. this is pretty much. Wanda goes through nine months of pregnancy in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Give or take a couple seconds. You know, she's running the reality. She can do what she wants. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Yeah. Um, so, 
but yeah, yeah, we're now we're in the seventies, um, and we get another great opening credit, very uh, in the vein of the Partridge Family or mm-hmm. the Brady mm-hmm. Bunch, as far as yep. you know, the La Tambourines, da 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 da, one division, you know. The the house is definitely a bit more Brady Bunch. You see Vision mm-hmm. trying to put together a, a like swing set, and the grass is obviously like the astroturf that the Brady's <laughs> had. Yeah. <laughs> you know. um, like, what are you growing over there? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like go mow the lawn. There isn't any lawn. How about it anyway? Uh, yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, Herb is supposed to be trimming the bushes and is uh, he's not he's not <laughs> um uh but yeah there's uh lots of calls to uh fun 70s uh things you know with the polyester all bottoms <laughs> the, the, the color that's the kind of red and browns and yeah and orange. then you get, yeah you get a lot of orange uh mm-hmm. and then you put uh geraldine and just this blue yeah like, well, super bright blue outfit it, with it's kind of pattern like, crazy pattern blo- yeah you know, <laughs> pants it's kind of interesting because there's all those you know browns and reds the, those kind of 70s colors and then here's geraldine in blue yeah it's, it almost like that's almost a clue there that she's mm-hmm. something about her yeah yeah you know? she she stands out she's not fitting in like every like everybody yeah. else and, you know and she's got the blue eye the, that eyeshadow with like blue silver Mm-hmm. yeah whatever it is i'm yeah. just like dang yeah but uh as as wanda gets more and more pregnant and eventually goes into labor uh the the pregnancy messing with her powers which creates a mm-hmm. lot of kind of wacky shenanigans mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and, and, the, and the coach the numerous coat changes yes <laughs> oh gosh yes <laughs> yeah which was crazy because again they're still filming in front of a live mm-hmm. audience yeah. uh so they would have to like uh, a lot of these effects they would have to do um, you know, like when when Wanda was trying to make dinner in the first episode with the recipe cards floating, they just had them on, you know, fishing line. <laughs> and you know, if something had to do a quick change, they would be like, you know, when the, the chicken when she burns the chicken, they just had someone hiding behind the counter, and they'd be like, you know, she would do the move, she would, you know, pause, mm-hmm. and then they would swap it out. <laughs> burnt chicken real quick right there in front of the audience and then they could just you know cut the the film uh you know afterwards to to make it work so yeah they're still doing a lot of uh special effects practically so like when the coat changes elizabeth would just have to hold it they would come take the jacket off of her and put the new coat on and then keep going you know so Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah, so in and at this point, um, we're uh, as far as the stages of grief, you could kind of equate this to anger a bit, especially Wanda's reaction to Geraldine after her babies are born because Vision has yeah. gone off to go collect the doctor, um, and Geraldine comes over, and then again they try to do the sitcom trope of hiding the baby belly with just stuff, 
yeah. like mm-hmm. of fruit and big coats and stuff mm-hmm. um till eventually wanda can't hide it anymore and there's a stork literally walking around getting ready to you know the stork's here to deliver <laughs> babies mm-hmm. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so geraldine is there too she delivers that helps deliver the first baby which is conveniently behind the couch and she just happens to have a blanket to wrap the baby in and it's perfectly clean and crying and happy and mm-hmm. <laughs> all these things and kind of a little big for a newborn <laughs> depends i guess for depends. twins yes that that is yeah really big. Uh, <laughs> multiples are typically a lot smaller yeah <laughs> But again, yes. magic. Yes, uh, magic. Yeah, yeah. So, and then Vision is there to help deliver the second baby. So now we've got Billy and Tommy because they were arguing over names. Now they don't have to decide because they've got one of each. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and Wanda punches. Let's hope for a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the way to solve it. Yeah. <laughs> like there was never any doubt that it was going to be a boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then we get another ad in this case for Hydra Soak. Oh, gee, I wonder what they're referencing there. <laughs> yeah, no idea. All I know is after between this and um, uh, uh, alternate uh, reality, Colson in the framework with his with his homemade uh, soap. Uh, stay away from any Hydra bath products, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hydra right. bath products. The anti- I love Calda. that, though, because it's, it's like, it's such a connection. It's like, blue soap, if it's by Hydra, stay mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill Colson warned you in the framework. Soap, mm-hmm. soap of soap of blue, stay away from you. you? Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. how do I rhyme? How do I make that rhyme? Yeah. Yeah. So, but now yeah, the reality's re- really has been broken uh, because Wanda starts talking about how she was a twin and she had a brother. Um, uh-huh. And Geraldine, I'm doing air quotes. You can't see Geraldine. Um, mm-hmm. Is like, oh, he was killed by Ultron, and then Wanda realizes, uh, uh, you know, gets a better look at her and sees the like, the necklace that she's wearing is is the sword mm-hmm. logo, you know, on a pendant um and uh we don't see it <laughs> but first she's there and then she's not <laughs> uh-huh. um so but yeah she got really mad and uh yeah made made Geraldine mm-hmm. bye bye yeah um, you need to leave now <laughs> yes yes and up until now like we've gotten little hints of what's out there but you know, what's outside this little town but this time we actually see a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff. Like uh, we see this this military style camp and you know vehicles and all this stuff. It's like okay, what's going on? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, a few Easter eggs from uh, episode three uh, when Vision is practicing the diaper change. The doll that he practiced on is Kitty Carryall, who is a doll from the actual Brady Bunch. And actually, we see her later in the series when we see Wanda watching the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yes, and it's yeah, that's yeah, so it's it's that doll. Um, 
So, and of course we get the hexagon shapes in the opening title sequence, um, which is a nod to uh, in the early comics of Scarlet Witch, uh, her powers were called hex powers um, that could cause random and unlikely events to take place, um, which for the comic book writers enabled them freedom because um, it meant that they could use her powers for pretty much anything because plot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then kind of a behind the scenes Easter egg, the paint that Wanda uses in the nursery, the brand of the paint is Simser, um, which happens to be the last name of the series storyboard artist, Jeremy Simser. Cool. So fun thing that I think that's kind of a Disney thing. Maybe not yeah, so much put... Marvel because Disney, especially in their attractions, would put, if they could, fit names of uh imagineers who worked on a specific attraction in there somewhere so that's kind of a disney thing to be able to get names of the not the people that normally wouldn't get recognized like you're gonna know kevin feige mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. not gonna know that the storyboards artist's last name was simser yeah otherwise right. unless you go on to imdb and look that stuff up <laughs> oh yeah you know you're i mean you could you you watch the, through the credits but there are so many names on that thing it's like, yeah yeah and you're like thank you mr simser and and all the all you other people <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so um episode four we interrupt this program so now we're going outside of Westview to actually three weeks <laughs> prior to the start of the anomaly in Westview with mm -hmm. seeing what it was like, at least in one, we can imagine this was the case all over, not just Earth, mm -hmm. but the entire universe, because it wasn't just Earth that was affected, as Carol Danvers told us um, in Endgame. <laughs> it's like, it's not just your planet this is happening on. It's the entire it universe. Half the universe. It was half yeah. the universe, mm -hmm. yes. yes. Um, but we get a small window of what it was like after Professor Hulk brought everybody back. And in a word, chaos. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, you're five years of of half these people have been just gone, and then you know you, then they all of a sudden show up and like, it. And I love, I love what they did with like with Monica, with Monica mm -hmm. Rambo, because this opens with she's waking up in a hospital room, but it's not her mm -hmm. hospital room. She's there as a visitor, but the bed is empty, and so you know she's like trying to you know ask the nurse well where's my mom yeah, like, did they take her off for tests or something yeah and they're like well she died like two was it two or three years ago she died or two for for monica she died two years after she after she disappeared, she disappeared. so yeah. so for monica she's like so her mom's mom been dead for three yeah. years essentially but for her, it's like, well, she just had her operation or her surgery and it was a success. Like what, why? Yeah, she had cancer. She had cancer. And like, yeah, and it came, and they're like, yeah, and then it came back and she died and you weren't here. So, I mean, that is, okay, because when, you know, Infinity War, Endgame, all those came out, like people were saying like, 
well, like, what would happen if, you know, there were there are all these scenarios of that would be a disaster. Which Kevin sudden... Feige has has clarified that because people yeah. did have asked repeatedly about everyone reappearing after, you know, Professor Hulk, you know, mm-hmm. does the <laughs> fix it snap. Uh-huh. Um, and Feige has said, um, saying that Professor Hulk would account for people's returns and make sure that he would make sure that each person would return safely mm-hmm. so if someone had disappeared on a plane they're not going to reappear in the middle of the sky or yeah. something like oh that everyone would rematerialize <laughs> in a safe environment yeah and not on top of somebody else either which is which we see that nobody Mm-hmm. I mean, because people are panicked, people are running around, but as people are rematerializing, mm-hmm. they're not, they're only running into somebody because mm-hmm. there wasn't somebody standing there just a moment ago. Yeah. And like, it's, well, it's like materializing an, like in somebody who's happens to be sitting there in a wheelchair or something. Yeah. But it's, it's like all these people just showed up and they have no idea because for, for them, it was like two minutes. They, they, they reappeared where more or less where they disappeared and when they disappeared mm-hmm. they don't realize that five years same passed. clothes they were wearing same when clothes they yeah. and i love that they address i love that they address that with this with with monica and her mom and, and we see like oh my gosh like you like for for you your mom should be fine she should be in this hospital room just recovering for, from surgery and no she's she died because you've been gone for five years and you didn't even know it mm-hmm. Yeah, and it I, just, I, even it, I was like, how. thank you, thank you for addressing this as harsh as it is and as terrible as it feels. And oh, then yeah. later, you know, when Monica is going in back into Sword and there's those big screens on the, on the, up in the ceiling or whatever, showing all the news reports of, you know, people who've been, you know, families have been reunited and people, you know, you know, this is this great, wonderful thing. And it's like, well, yeah, for, for some people that, you know, that, that were, blipped yeah. like she was blipped and she came back and her mom was gone and yeah. i love that kind of parallel with wanda where she same thing with her she she blipped um and the person that she cared the most about was still gone when she got when she came back mm-hmm. and his body was gone yeah and his body was gone yeah and, mm-hmm. and you know same with monica it's like the bed was empty so it's like it's a, it's an interesting choice they made there and i don't know if it's uh, i don't i have no idea if it if it comes from the comics or what but i just was like oh my gosh this is brilliant because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, we we only touched upon it just a little in the last spider-man movie yeah the fundraiser and you know even like aunt may you know was saying you know it's like i came back and there were people living in my apartment, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People would be like, I came back and, you know, my spouse had moved on and married somebody else, you know. Yeah. We I just mean, get all... a little bit of that in Spider Man, but this mm-hmm. shows like the immediate aftermath of yeah. what happened immediately after Hulk's yes. fingers. Yeah. And you, and you see it like through Monica's eyes because yeah we're we're seeing it through her point of view and she is she's devastated mm-hmm. and like the world mm-hmm. went on without her and she didn't even know she'd left yeah yeah and and to come back it, and it's it's you know uh it's a shock for her and it's also a shock for us you mm-hmm. know because you know she comes back and you know we 
we you know if you paid attention to the you know the announcements and stuff we we knew that tiona paris was going to be playing monica rambo she did not know that mm-hmm. when she auditioned mm-hmm. auditioned at first she knew it was something marvel yeah. and she was like wouldn't it be cool if i was playing monica rambo and then that turns out exactly who she's playing <laughs> but, <laughs> but she originally auditioned she had no idea so but we knew that yeah, when we get introduced to Geraldine, we're all like, okay, yeah, Monica, you know, she she doesn't know who she is in this reality. So that's fine. But, for, you know, because we knew we were going to get grown-up Monica Rambo because she was a little kid in, in Captain Marvel because it's the 90s. And here it mm-hmm. is, you know, this is now 20, in, in universe it's 2023, which is scary to think that we're so much closer now to being back in sync with the MCU than we were at the end of Endgame. <laughs> helps that we took it's, a year off for mm-hmm. a pandemic i guess yeah it was just i remember it endgame yeah. like five years later it's like the mcu is now in 2023 and then in 2019 we're like oh that's so far away and now it's like no now we're a whole lot closer to being back in sync with the mcu uh, it's kind of scary yes. um listen to you it's you know, now it's 2023 and Monica's all grown up, but to find out that the great uh, Maria Rambo is no longer with us, you know, Carol's best friend mm-hmm. and, you know, Photon, the other half of, you know, Photon and, and Marvel, you know, our, our Avenger um, is, is, is crazy to think that Monica's gone. Maria. Or is, or yeah, Maria's, Maria's mm-hmm. gone um yeah you know it where we are now in the mcu is just it's crazy to think about and something has happened in the relationship between monica and carol danvers yeah i'm yeah I'm very curious of what's going on there like yeah because uh you know once she get you know three weeks you know the everyone comes back three weeks later she's back at sword and um you know uh meeting up with with tyler hayward director hayward which shield and sword just are terrible at picking people in charge i, I don't know mm-hmm. who decides who's going to be you know other the than other than fury and to be phil, changed mm-hmm. yeah other than fury yeah. and phil well and i and i kind this and one kind of made you know? and this one kind of made me think well it was it was supposed to be monica but she disappeared and there really wasn't anyone else so yes he sucks there wasn't anyone else there ter- there to pick up the right slack, which but I just even you know. even even at this point being introduced to him i'm like i'm not gonna like you yeah. i don't know what yeah. you're, gonna do, but you're gonna do something that's gonna make me not like you <laughs> i don't know it, it may not be as bad as like going all hydra on us but I was like, I could just tell he was going to do something to make me not like him <laughs> at some point. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, the, the MCU has just made me wary of, of authority <laughs> in general. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah, your name yeah. is Fury or Coulson. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I take comfort in the fact that it was supposed to have been Monica. Yeah. But you know she wasn't around so yeah you know at least they're not entirely incompetent but eh. yeah. <laughs> yeah so but yeah at this point we have sword the sentient weapon observation response division 
not so much observation as response as we as we will see as time goes on mm-hmm. <laughs> but Indeed. before before everything monica was an astronaut working up in space um but now she the astronauts in general have been grounded including her um so you know hayward sent her to help with the fbi for this missing persons case um and we get meet up with agent jimmy wow who we've not seen <laughs> since ant-man and the wasp I love working jimmy. on his magic he's gotten better yes. at it uh yes. flourish uh <laughs> so he's gotten much better at those magic magic uh tricks uh since uh 2018 uh, <laughs> so <laughs> and uh uh that's where we get the the outside view of of Westview, at least from one side of it. Um, mm-hmm. From the from the outside, um, they try to send in a drone. It just disappears. That modern drone ends up turning into the you know '60s kids helicopter that Wanda ends up finding in her bushes, um, and then uh, Monica ends up getting sucked in losing her memories of who she is and becomes Geraldine until she gets kicked back out again. Yeah. Um, Which one, one thing I really liked was, you know, when Jimmy is like, you know, there's the two police officers standing there at the city limits and, you know, you know, there's a big sign, you know, welcome to Westview and they can see the town and they're asking like, and they ask him like, okay, you know, where, you know, what's this, what's that town behind you? What town? There's no town there. Like, well, it's Westview. Like, no, it's not, you know, there's, there's no Westview. I live in Eastview. And I was, I mean, it's supposed to be, you know, something weird is going on, but at the same time, I am just cracking up because again, this is Marvel being Marvel mm-hmm. and, you know, famous misdirection. Although mm-hmm. this one, it feels like it's like, take, you know, take it up to 11 with your misdirection mm-hmm. and what the heck is going on. Because honestly, up to this point, I thought Wanda and Vision were like trapped somewhere and they were like hooked up to some, you know, experiment mind thing or whatever. I I just had no idea what was going on, but that was my guess. And I'm like, no, this doesn't make any sense. This is Westview. So, so I love that this episode just kind of leads you along, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that scene with the, with the police officers saying there is no Westview. I'm like, like there is no war in Bossing Say. Yeah. <laughs> and if you ever watched Lavatar the Last Airbender, congratulations, mm-hmm. you know that you yeah. know the, that reference. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh so Monica gets sucked in and that sends you know Jimmy Woo's still on the outside, so that sends you know everybody into it's like, oh, a sword agent has now disappeared into this anomaly. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. get the call in the reinforcements uh, so they set up a uh kind of makeshift thing you know settlements with labs and and mm-hmm. you know scientific equipment and everything and they're start they're bringing in you know nuclear physicists and chemical engineers and all these sorts of people and all sorts of smart people and that includes Dr. Darcy oh, Lewis! <laughs> About time we see you, girl. Yeah! So, Dr. Darcy Lewis. Yeah, we gotta make mm-hmm. sure to get that right. She's not just, you know, 
Jane's intern anymore. She's got her own doctorate. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so happy to see Cat <laughs> Dennings back as, as yes. I love Darcy yes. <laughs> as a character. Mm-hmm. So, and she's out of the comics, you know, she's not like Colson where they made her up. She's from the comics. So, um, but yeah, it is awesome to, to see her again. She has not changed any. Um, her, uh, you know, she's just as sarcastic and all the things that I love about Darcy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing has changed at all. Um, but she is the one with her scientific know-how. And this is at least in-universe somewhat grounded in actual science um, because Darcy, <coughs> the uh, kind of radiation that is coming off of the force field that uh, is keeping everybody out, except for Monica, um, is uh radiating it's cmbr which is cosmic microwave background radiation um it's supposed to be radiation from the big bang still reverberating throughout the universe um and uh creates tv static um so in quasi reality um in universe um this actually works that um Darcy finds those TV waves because the uh, it is thought that the Infinity Stones were created during the Big Bang. And Wanda mm-hmm. got her powers from one of the Infinity Stones, so they are going to have a similar signature. So that's All why right, the power I buy that. I buy that. to create yep. this broadcast is going to be on a similar signature wavelength as the cmbr because the infinity stones were created at the same time that cmbr was created okay, i like then. it yeah i'll take it the science yeah. works yep. yep like i don't know nothing about science but uh, that sounds good to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But uh, since darcy's the one that found of it she's the one that's kind of watching it and uh, darcy kind of gets to be kind of the stand-in for us on you know on the mm-hmm. outside yeah you know, where she's watching and she's taking notes and then you know it, when uh wanda has the the twins and she's sitting there watching with with jimmy woo next to her and she's like wow twins what a plot twist and jimmy just sits there, she's like what mm-hmm. i'm like sorry <laughs> yeah. yep 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 and i'm right I, there and with again, you again for like the past three weeks at this point I've been hearing people like, oh, why are they sitcoms? This is so dumb. And then this episode like validates all of that, all the yes. questions they were asking. Yep. And, you know, and then Darcy's sitting there like, I'm invested in this. I'm like, so am I. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, show. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Darcy is 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 us. Yes. <laughs> Out yes. here. So. Uh, and, and then Jimmy, Jimmy's the right there with her though. eventually. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, and then uh, when Geraldine gets kicked out by Wanda, she pops back out right there where they are, still wearing her 70s costume. Um, and now she's, she's free at the moment to tell them 
what they need to know, but we have to wait till the next episode to get more of that information. Yes. So, the plot thickens. Yes. And nobody seems to know what the heck is going on. Indeed. But we yeah. are invested. We are. We are all like Darcy, and we are invested. <laughs> yes. Uh, which uh, helps because the next episode, episode five, is we're now into the 80s with on a very special episode. <laughs> and I think this... And little family just, ties, a little growing pain. Full house, like full I house. think this one of all the of all the the opening themes was my favorite, probably because these were the new sitcoms when I was growing up. Yeah, and it just the you know the the, the theme song, the little family painting, all the little things they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, hello, this is beautiful. Yeah. Thank you again, Marvel, because this is just yeah, this is a delight. But you know, and it, like the opening, the opening credits, it's it's kind of that the uh, what family ties theme. Um, yes, that slow ballad type. Yeah, family times, uh, um, growing pains had the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. But they've got the, the they've got uh, Wanda and Vision running around because we don't get the opening credits until after kind of the cold open where Wanda and Vision are struggling because Billy and Tommy as infants are not wanting to go down for naps and sleep <laughs> at all. Nope. Crying and crying, crying, crying. Uh, Auntie Agnes shows up to try and help. She was on her way to Jazzer's. <laughs> yeah Uh, of course she was yeah they have a moment where i don't know she like flubs her lines i think is what they're trying to imply and she kind of breaks the reality of it uh but then they just pick it up and just go along and of course yeah wanda's just trying to wave it away because she's just happy to have help with the the twins (laughs) but Mm -hmm. like what was that what was going on so now vision is starting to see the cracks as Mm -hmm. well um and uh uh, the (laughs) agnes is all like uh going through their their cabinet she's like i'm just looking for your dark liquor oh not for me for the twins what kind of babysitter Mm -hmm. Like she, they're the type of babysitter I would be. Uh, <laughs> but then all of a sudden, it's like quiet. They're like, did it work? Did she get them to go to sleep? No, they're not crying anymore because they're not infants anymore. They're now five. Mm-hmm. Which itself is a TV trope where child, yep. act, you know, children, they would replace them with older actors for that same character way faster than a child would actually grow up as much yeah. as parents were like oh my child grows too you know my kid's growing up so fast on not TV, that fast. Not so much yeah <laughs> like that's a little much yeah next time i see a parent that caught you know post something about where did my baby go where did time go how'd they grow up so fast and i'm like what do you want to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> uh, so then we get the the opening credits because now they they're running around with five year old Billy and Tommy and they can do stuff and they get them the running through the grass and having a picnic very much like the Full House uh, opening credits which fits the time period for one. It is also a nod to mm-hmm. Elizabeth's 
very famous mm-hmm. older sisters, Mary mm-hmm. Ashley Olsen, who played, uh, you know, they they Michelle. played Michelle on on Full mm-hmm. House and yes. never made an appearance on Fuller House. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> referenced, yes, seen, no, nope. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just just kind of. It makes me happy. Elizabeth is kind of is, is doing her own thing and is 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 in her own right doing mm-hmm. yeah yes. doing well in acting. So you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's all good. We're we're cool with it. Yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, but yeah, now that now that the boys are uh uh grown up. Uh, we get uh, some more. Uh, we get we go back and forth now uh, between Wanda's reality, you know, inside the hex because that's what mm-hmm. Dar- Dar- Darcy called it—the hex. Yeah. Um, again, a nod to Wanda's powers being referred to as hex magic in the comics, um, mm-hmm. and um, sword on the outside. Uh, so. Um, so we get to go back back and forth now to help kind of move things along here. So in the hex, uh, the boys find a dog. They want to keep it. Wanda is about to give in. She even manifests a, a, a collar for said dog. Um, they, and uh, uh-huh. uh, Vision is like, um, you know, Vision is like, they're old enough and they're like we think you should be 10 before you can have a dog so boom the boys are now 10 I like how like, yeah. the twins are looking at each other and both Wanda was like no don't no 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 and they're like like well that happened so in the span of like 20 minutes Wanda and Vision have gone from infants to 10 year old yeah as, as for their, their children. Uh, mm. oh. Well, and then too, when Wanda fashions the dog collar, Agnes is there, and Vision's just like, whoa, 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 you do, you're doing that in front of Agatha? Or Agnes? And it's like, yeah. well, well. She wasn't paying attention. I mean, she wasn't <laughs> looking in that direction. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Which oh. in, in sitcoms, you know, if someone is just, you know, if they're just looking over in the corner, they automatically cannot hear you talk or see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. <laughs> or anything like that, you know. Yeah. Or the or the fact that Vision first comes into the kitchen and they're like, you know, Wanda's like, oh, what's with mm. your regular, you know, your human face? And he's like, I was just prepared. I had a feeling that someone, you know, someone was going to drop in unexpectedly with exactly the <laughs> item we need. <laughs> he did it with he a doghouse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, meanwhile, outside at Sword Base. Um, they're doing tests on Monica, um, and um, we're learning that uh, you know Monica was in there. She's sympathetic for what Wanda's going through. Um, Jimmy seems mm-hmm. to be in on her side. Obviously, Darcy is invested, so she's going to be on on Monica's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Hayward, not so much um nope yeah there's got there's got to be one jerk (laughs) yeah yeah there he and he's trying to convince Mm -hmm. everybody that 
Wanda is a threat. He ends up showing him what we find out later. Stealthily edited footage of what looks like Wanda busting into S.W.O.R.D. headquarters and stealing Vision's body. Um, which mm-hmm. uh, the satellite footage or the, the source of that footage is from Satellite 348. Uh, Avengers issue number 348 in part deals with a restored vision trying to reestablish his former complete identity. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's funny that, you know, they have these superheroes that, you know, are there to protect them or to, you know, stop the bad guys. And then they just want to blame everything on them. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, well, and then, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Woo, you know, you know, and based on that, Jimmy Woo is like, well, she violated that, that puts her in violation of section 36B of the Sokovia Accords, because uh, they assume that she resurrected vision. Section 36B of the Accords um, uh, talks about the creation and activation of artificially intelligent androids. Um, and that actually was mentioned earlier in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. during the Ghost Rider run. back in 2006 clear back when yes <laughs> it seems so long ago wait 2006 no 2016 yeah sorry okay i was like wait yeah. that was, I was gonna wait. say 2006 2016 sorry i can't even read my own handwriting <laughs> i was gonna say why i write notes <laughs> when i can't read them half the time is beyond me <sighs> I just mentioned it because I knew we would get emails. Yes. Yeah. 2016. Sorry. At one in the six. Anyway. Anyway. I try to write good. Uh, Continue. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Connections. Um, oh. Um, uh yeah so we got some divide going on there between people at, at sword you know we kind of got uh rambo woo and lewis kind of in their own little pod and everybody else is like you know going by the books following director hayward and that's not going to go over well <laughs> especially especially when at first um you know uh, monica gets the idea that uh because she realizes because her clothes uh her 70s outfit uh retained itself when she Mm -hmm. came back out and it's being it's in the lab and when they test it it comes back as mostly kevlar because she was wearing kevlar clothing mm-hmm. when she went in um and that yeah. makes them realize that what goes in is just being rewritten mm-hmm. um if something enters yeah um, what one thing i liked about that moment because you know we were i was kind of thinking like okay well her clothes changed when she went in but she got to keep the you know that they stayed the same when she came out why is that and she made this comment like wanda let me keep the clothes mm-hmm. as they were so it's kind of like wanda doesn't really mean anything malicious exactly with all this so like all these questions that were that that 
would, but people would come up with like I came up with it and I thought of that they answer in this show like there's mm-hmm. some shows or you know movies that are just like well you just have to accept that that's how that, that, that that's how this world works yeah and that's it um but yeah but they actually they, they make a point uh, yeah I mean they 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 make a, an effort to make these things make sense mm-hmm. at least in, in in these middle episodes and I really appreciated that mm-hmm. and yeah. I loved that that they that they did that because that means that they're thinking of their audience, they're thinking of their story and their characters. So it was, mm-hmm. it was good to see that. Yeah. Well, it also comes into play later too. Well, yes, too. Stuff that but, goes uh, in comes back out. This, you know. Yeah. It at the time I was like, oh, this is awesome. You guys, you guys are yeah. actually competent at this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> unless like Monica says, you know, because it's like she threw you out. It's like yeah, but she threw me out. Like if if she had, if Wanda actually had ill intent, she could have just you know done her her you know scarlet witch thing you know with her hands on her wispy things and just yeah. putted monica out to anywhere i mean she could have had her just appear outside of the hex in timbuktu no mm-hmm. she had her fly out on the lawn on her back mm-hmm. you know somewhat safely right there where people could get to her and get her medical attention and mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she would. Yeah, I mean, she she wanted yeah. her gone, but she didn't want her dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, vision and we vision goes back to work. Now they've got the internet <laughs> dial up, but they have the internet and electronic <laughs> mail. Thanks, Norm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, again, reality is seeping in. They end up getting accidentally getting an email uh from darcy and um uh, vision ends up unlocking norm for a little bit uh but norm's just so like oh my god you know he ends up putting him back under because he's just so distraught he's not really able to get yeah answers out of him um and vision is is so weirded out by it that he's like oh, i can't deal with this so go back to sleep yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah. In the meantime, um, the Billy and Tommy are uh, taking care of Sparky straight out of the comics. Mm-hmm. The, the the they did have a dog named Sparky. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, although I think Sparky was an android. Uh, yeah, he was an android mm-hmm. dog. So the name Sparky is even funnier when you think he's a robotic dog, kind of like canine. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they've got the dog Sparky. Um, but Sparky ends up escaping and running away when um, Sword sends in that drone that's from the 80s. Therefore, it should not need to be rewritten because it's error appropriate. Mm-hmm. Try to make contact with Wanda, but the droid ends up being armed and Hayward being a dick that he is tries to shoot Wanda. <laughs> Does not work very well. She ends up taking the remains of the drone back, <laughs> leaving yeah. the hex. Uh, back in her uh, like that's, that's the outfit she wore from Civil War I think um, and uh, you know being like this is your one warning leave me and my family alone I won't hurt you I won't have to hurt you just go <laughs> uh, which does not do well for Hayward's ego at all no, no indeed um, but so then Wanda goes back Hayward has to go with his tail between his legs at the moment 
and mm -hmm. they go looking for Sparky, and unfortunately, he's found at Agnes's house. Apparently, he got into the azaleas and ate some of it, which azaleas actually are toxic to dogs, among other plants. Um, mm -hmm. So if you have an animal, you may not want to plant azaleas in your garden, in your yeah. uh, your curb appeal yeah uh, just in hence, case because animals hence, don't know they will just yeah. chew on things they don't mm -hmm. know what's bad for them yeah yep although hence the title a very special episode yes and it, it works it works on so many levels yeah yep. yeah because well sitcoms, and, and sitcoms no that were generally funny mm -hmm. occasionally would have a very special episode where they would focus on something a bit more serious like a death in the mm -hmm. family or mm -hmm. You know, somebody getting a an illness diagnosis or yeah you know, or drug like drug and alcohol, alcohol and yeah, right. like that. that kind of stuff yeah yep and Hayward should be taking a page and paraphrasing out of a certain doctor's book you don't want to see her angry yeah <laughs> you're not gonna like me when I'm angry no, yeah it's like mm. again these are superheroes like you guys you know freaked out on him about like the sokovia accords and everything so why are you trying to piss her off mm -hmm. exactly exactly so, but but, that oops might not actually be an oops that might be intended yeah mm -hmm. yeah but we we have this beautiful moment though uh, with, with Tommy and Billy after mm -hmm. after Sparky dies where you know they want their mom to use her powers to bring him back and she kind of has to explain you know it's like some things can't be reversed mm -hmm. which, considering we know what you know is what Wanda's done is kind of hypocritical but I don't think she mm -hmm. at this point has really realized mm -hmm. what she has done um, yeah. oh, she's starting to but mm -hmm. she hasn't realized the full extent of what she's done. Um, so, you know, they have to have the, a, a talk, a very serious talk with the boys about death and grief. And, you know, they, they looks like they're going to age themselves up again to, I guess, grow to be more mature, to be able to handle their feelings. I don't know. I don't know how aging yourself up would help. Uh, well, they're like, well, it worked grief. before. Let's do it again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um but yeah, so they have that 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 talk, um, and then when the boys go to bed, and it's just uh, Vision and Wanda, and he tells her about what he experienced at, at work, and um, they try to go to ending credits, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but Wanda, Vision just won't let let it go. Uh, this mm -hmm. the kind of argument they're having, and then this we get that shot that I think was in the trailer of them both levitating in the living room. Yes. Facing off to each other. Um, you know, and it finally get he finally gets through to Wanda a little bit, you know, because he's like, I don't remember my life before us coming here. You know, I know you're controlling these people. Um and you know he admits it. He's scared. He's like, I'm, I'm scared for what this means for us, for our family, our future, that sort of thing. And that kind of gets through to 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 Wanda. And she's like, I, she's like, I don't know how I did this. You know, I don't. You know, it's like I, I'm controlling it, but I'm not. Um, and there's a, a, you know, they're having this kind of heart to heart moment. And now that they've kind of got their frustrations out, and the doorbell rings. Uh -huh. And guess who's come to town? Peter. 
question mark <laughs> don't you have a yes. for your long lost brother yeah. uh, it is pietro and yet it is not him yes yeah. not as we remember him in this universe yes. and, and darcy's reaction she recast he recast that's so meta <laughs> just like, yes that line works on so many levels yes it does. Evan, so meta. it's evan peters who played quicksilver in the, the x-men fox fox X-Men universe universe yeah, yeah. And, you know, okay, you know, cue every theory, you know, oh, is this the multiverse? Here we go. We're going to do it. They're actually going to yes. do it. And keep your finger on that thought because. Yeah. Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Question mark, question yeah, yeah. mark, head tilt? Yes. <laughs> yeah. More question marks than the Riddler. Let's just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. Then we go to closing credits. Yes. (laughs) And move on to episode six, the all new Halloween spooktacular, because you have to have at least one holiday themed. Oh, of course. Right. And any sitcom. Yes. And and of course, in this one, it has to be Halloween because they get to dress up as traditional Scarlet Witch and traditional Vision, which given what happens later in the series, I'm like, how did Wanda think to even do that? Like, mm-hmm. well, to know her, she's a Sokovian fortune teller. Oh. Right. So, and, uh, and Vision, Vision is, is supposed to be a Mexican part. wrestler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vision, Vision's, the, the, uh, yeah, the, the Luchadores masks do not look like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, he also doesn't know any Spanish either, other than Chili Con Carne. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's not what you think it means. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it means Chili Con Carne is what it means. Right. Yeah. Chili with me, but still. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So, but now we're in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Our opening credits are a homage to Malcolm in the Middle mm-hmm. uh, with the um, the crazy uh, opening, you know, looks like they filmed on their, their home camcorder uh, by Billy and Tommy. The lyrics, you really have to, this, uh, this is where you get to the point where the lyrics start the lyrics also in the 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 opening theme are getting pointing you towards not everything is what it seems mm-hmm. uh, you know it's like our very first one was just you know you know a newlywed couple you know uh all this you know happy but now as as we go along the songs that have lyrics are starting to get more the showing the cracks in reality is to you know talking about you know life sometimes can seem you know like it's uh chaos you know and all all sorts of things um you you just have to listen to the the lyrics of the of the song so don't try to fight the chaos don't question what you've done Enjoy the show. Let's keep it going. 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 Let's ke
but uh yeah it's a uh, it's fun and then you get billy and tommy breaking the the third wall in this case talking directly to the camera like malcolm did in malcolm in the middle yeah so, um mm-hmm. so that's that's fun but uh it's it's halloween and uh the the boys are supposed to go trick-or-treating um uh, with with their parents uh vision claims that he's supposed to be on patrol because he's joined the neighborhood watch all the way back in episode two and mm-hmm. uh uh so uh uh uncle pietro uh is like oh i'll take him and of course you know he's being the the crazy uncle bad influence they even call him a man child <laughs> in uh-huh. an episode uh-huh. um, and billy and tommy gets uh well pietro gets a version of quicksilver look from the comics and uh one of the boys i can't never remember which one's which uh who will eventually end up with similar powers gets his version of the costume and then the other one has uh i think that's billy i think and then tommy's the one with the the longer brown hair i think uh (laughs) i can never remember um they're not even like identical identical twins too (laughs) i still can't tell you which one's which uh -hmm. but then the other one is wearing his a version of his costume in from the comics as well um so everyone's kind of wearing their classic comic book character costumes for halloween which it works perfectly um and i love how they they did not even though this is marvel and disney if you watch the townsfolk, nobody is wearing like a Disney costume or another Marvel mm-hmm. character, or mm-hmm. even for even for that era. You know, at this point we're in the '90s, so you could easily have like a little girl walking around as the Little Mermaid or something. Or but they don't do that. They're yeah, they're just yeah. wearing generic costumes. You know, girls in poodle skirts. Herb is just dressed as you know Frankenstein's monster. You know, people's vampires. Just your very kitschy, generic, no yeah. product placement whatsoever, mm-hmm. as far as I could tell, in the Halloween costume. Yeah. Well, I love that they did. Yeah, didn't Disney do that. figures. You already bought a subscription to Disney Plus. Yeah, so they have they have your money. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, so, um, but, uh, yeah, um, so as they're trick or treating. Uh, we get Wanda and Pietro talking. Pietro's a lot of Pietro's comics uh, comments kind of make you think that he kind of knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. He knows what's he knows what Wanda did, but he's okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and again they get kind of meta where she's like, "Where's your accent? Like, what happened to your accent?" He's like, "What happened to your accent?" And she's like, "Oh well." I don't have an answer for that, do I? <laughs> it comes and goes. It comes and goes. Which I've never had an accent other than the one I have, I guess. Yeah. I guess if you throw me in a different country, you know, I would have an accent uh, <laughs> compared to elsewhere. Um, mm-hmm. 
but uh, accents actually can come and go depending on yeah. where you live and who you're surrounded by. Because my mom, my mom was born in the United States um, and therefore has, she was born in Oklahoma. So she kind of has that, you know, central, center USA, mm-hmm. Midwestern accent. Yeah. Um, until she was three-ish. And then her family moved to Australia. So ah. when she first moved to Australia and she went to school, she stood out because she had an American accent. But after living there so many years, she ended up developing an Australian accent. Yeah, I would do it. So when they mm-hmm. moved back mm-hmm. to the United States, to Indiana, she was the kid that stood out because now she was the weird one with the Australian accent. Until she lived in the Midwest long enough and developed the accent that she's had now for most of her life that, that midwestern yeah. indiana accent so yeah accents can come and go depending on who you're with yeah. and you're surrounded by and and it yeah it, it doesn't I, even it doesn't even have to be like that like that dramatic of a of a move like you know when i'm home around like you know out in the uh, on the farm in the rural area i i notice like my my utah rural redneck accent i can't even describe what it is mm-hmm. um but but it's there and like i like and i'll pick it up and then i you know i come back into the city and i'm a little more refined and a little more that way but yeah i just i it, it's not really a southern accent it's kind of this sort of this sort of hazy drawl a little bit mm-hmm. um and i can't even do it on command it's just i have to be in that frame of mind or you know if i'm really angry it, it comes out mm-hmm. um but yeah. yeah, so so yeah, it's it's even just yeah, accents come and go. Yeah, see, I've been told I've like I, they killed many accents with me because I guess we're moving so many different places. I think it British accents are like, but I've never even been to Britain. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I, I'm constantly getting told I have a British accent. I'm like, but um, okay. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> my name is my name literally means from Britain, but I've never been. <laughs> it's funny. I don't think most people know what a British accent sounds like. Yeah, I don't. I Tell don't them to watch Mary Poppins and not yeah, listen to I was Van like, Dyke. I was always uh, confused by that. Like, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, accents and and can can come and go. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, anybody that's like, what happens to Wanda's accent? It's like it's just it's it's circumstantial, is what it is. So yeah, and you know she's probably been away from Sokovia long enough that uh, yeah, and she's been living with mm-hmm. a bunch of Americans, mostly yeah. Americans. Uh, Thor's got you know the uh, accent. He's 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 Asgardian. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he's kind of British, but Chris is Australian, but yeah yeah so <laughs> it, it's that that was that was that was a, a an interesting case <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh so but yeah we get uh some some interesting interaction between wanda and her and brother pietro um and yeah, she she opens up a bit more about the feelings that she's been trying to deal with you know, with the, the grief of, you know, thinking she lost her brother and, and vision and, and all these things. Um, so we're, we're really starting to get into the, the, the weeds here, which, again, in the stages of grief could be considered the upward turn, mm-hmm. where uh-huh. you're kind of 
getting to acceptance, you know, uh, where she's actually acknowledging her feelings, uh, which is a very important thing, very important step. Um, but Vision, while on his fake patrol, um, ends up wandering to the edge of town and discovering that it's very Twilight Zone the further yes. away you get from <laughs> from uh, the WandaVision household in the center of town. Um, yeah. You know, there's, just, there's some people that are just frozen in place. There's some people mm. that are just repeating movements. That poor lady who is like trying to hang up a, you know, just a, a decorative ghost, mm -hmm. but her arm is just swinging back and forth. And you see the tear yeah. come out of her eye and go down her mm -hmm. cheek because she's aware. They are aware uh, because, you know, Wanda's still got control over them, but it's not as strong to the point where they're on autopilot and could actually go through their daily life. Um, and it's like they get stuck because yeah. she, because the control is still there, but it's not very strong. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it, it's it's just sort of a okay. I'm not. She's not actively controlling them, but it's still there. I don't know. Yeah. I it was. I, I had a weird thought about it when I first watched it, and now I can't remember what it was. But it was just like that is so freaky. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It's like kind of Twilight Zone ish. Yeah. Um, and Vision encounters uh, Agnes in her car. Um, he he frees her, air quotes again, frees her. Mm -hmm. Oh, <laughs> we'll find out why. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out a bit more about that in a moment. Um, Which, so he again, gets, mm -hmm. he gets some information from her. Um, you know, she's like, oh, "You're one of the Avengers. Are you here to save us?" And he's like, "What's an Avenger?" Which we're all like, "Wait, what? You don't know what an Avenger is?" Okay. Well, yeah, it's like, there. "Oh, well, um, okay." So I'm like, "Yeah." So this this moment, because we're all like, "Okay, there's something up with Agnes," and I mean, people have been putting forward all kinds of theories, and I am not well versed in the comics, really. Yeah. And I was just like, mm -hmm. "Okay, well, what's?" And then and then you know, Vision freezer from the from the control quote-unquote and it's like oh well i guess there's nothing unless she's pretending but how could she be pretending that mm -hmm. and, and her halloween costume is a big giveaway mm -hmm. yes yeah. but like you said every like everybody's kind of got those those normal uh generic costumes generic in halloween her, in costumes. her case hers is is generic yes. but what it is is very significant yes yes it is so so but we don't know that yet no. at this point nope. <laughs> so but vision is you know he's all like you know it's like i'm gonna try to figure things out um mm -hmm. and he zaps her back and she goes off to to uh play neighbor um and pass out hey, candy probably so um so vision gets to the edge tries to escape through the hex just like we saw wanda did step through it in the, the previous episode um but he can't as he's trying to exit it's it's literally ripping him apart and pulling the pieces back into the hex mm -hmm. which kind of makes us wonder why can't he leave why is it trying to pull him back in is it because he you know she doesn't want him to find out is it because what's going on here we don't know exactly yeah. 
Um, so, uh, so that's interesting. But in the process of that and the trick-or-treating, the boys show the start of their powers. Billy, um, yeah, Billy's the one who's first dressed up and in his his costume and his comic book name was Wiccan and he has powers very similar to Wanda so he's a telepath um, among other things um, and then Tommy um, who ends up dressing as mini Pietro is known as speed in the comics and has super super speed just like his uncle um, so and they are part of the young Avengers superhero team so based on them appearing in here and also that very last post-credit scene that we'll get to mm -hmm. in the very last episode, mm -hmm. we're likely to see Tommy and Billy again, probably as members of the Young Avengers, because mm -hmm. we are getting characters like Kate Bishop and Kamala Khan and Riri Williams in the MCU. And they're all, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, they probably will age the boys up again. So it's more appropriate. Um, so they're all going to be in that, you know, teen to early 20 age bracket yeah um that's going to be the young avengers with those other characters that we're getting um in the other programs so um so then we move on to episode seven breaking the fourth wall and now we're kind of into now uh, as close to now as we're going to get as far as actual like tv homages mm -hmm. um it's um the episode is in the style of like modern family the opening credits the music is very similar to the office theme yeah like the all office. those i was thinking office parks and rec yeah mm -hmm. but the style of the opening credits where it's like it's just Wanda's name, but in different styles, just appearing yeah. all over the place. That is actually an homage to a TV series from that era called Happy Endings. Hmm. Which I did not know this. Uh, I learned this from a YouTube video. Um, but Happy Endings was produced by Joe and Anthony Russo. Oh. <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> it's all connected. Yeah. Clever, clever boys. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. we've heard of them they're kind of important to the mcu <laughs> just a little just slightly yep um so yeah so this is uh because it's in that modern family office parks and rec so that mockumentary type <laughs> style so we do get a lot of wanda and vision talking directly to the camera like they're being interviewed um oh it, it, i love like modern family yes <laughs> which i i love the bit with what with with vision he's like why am i talking to you i need to go find my wife yeah yes i laughed so <laughs> yeah. hard at that part <laughs> and the team up with vision and darcy in this yeah yeah because yeah. at this point the, the family's <laughs> kind of been yeah the family's been kind of broken apart um because mm -hmm. uh uh pietro had had spouted off he's like well your dead husband can't die again uh because he, you know vision was being torn apart trying to leave the hex uh so he got you know wanda blasted him off and we don't mm -hmm. see him again for a little bit um 
So he's not there at the house. Vision is off at the edge of town because to because Wanda couldn't get to him. She ended up just expanding the radius of the hex, which ended up encompassing most of the she, uh, shield, sword, <laughs> when everything to be shield, sword, base, <laughs> turned into a circus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, which I don't know if that, it, it, I don't know if the fact that a lot of those sword agents, if this is in some way because Wanda is aware that they're there, if this is some way her commentary on what she thinks of sword that she turns so many sword agents into clowns. I thought that was possibly. That, that was just awesome, especially it. after after uh, <clears throat> director Dix. Yes. Dix. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that also ends up including Dar- Darcy because she was handcuffed to one of the trucks. <laughs> and I love that Darcy, yeah. Darcy being Darcy, she would have dropped the F bomb, but it changes just as <laughs> passing over her. So yeah. it, has to, it has to censor her. So she's saying fudge instead. Oh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Oh, so good. No, that I, was not a nod to the Christmas story. That yeah. was just very creative yeah. editing. Yeah. I, I, I've always but, loved but, that kind of editing. But but I, I did I, my my brain did go there because I am a Christmas story aficionado. Yep. <laughs> so you know. But yeah, now because it's been because the hex has been expanded, now it's safe for Vision again. But now he's at the edge of town again on the inside uh so he needs to get back um he ends up freeing darcy from uh, you know her her control uh so they they team up uh steal a churro uh, truck ice cream truck candy mm-hmm. elephant candy candy Can- elephant ear truck, something candy like that, or something. Cake. Mm-hmm. yeah it's a yeah. circus it's some sort of junk food uh <laughs> some sort of delivery you know food truck uh of something uh, probably of the fried and high calorie and sugar content variety i'm sure mm-hmm. um uh, yeah. <laughs> and they're trying to get back to vision's house and they keep you know because uh, for whatever reason wanda's trying probably if it was just vision she probably wouldn't try to stop him but because mm-hmm. darcy's there and darcy's yeah. not controlled she's inadvertently doing all these outrageous stops you know like the every light is a red light even though they're out in the middle of nowhere essentially mm-hmm. this far away from the center of town suddenly there's a crew needing to work on electric or something yeah and then there's a crossing guard letting apparently every child in westview that we all those children that we did not know where they are they apparently all now need to cross the street all at the same time and that, cool. that, that exact street <laughs> and that exact street yeah. <laughs> the highway in the middle of yeah. nowhere yeah. and darcy just like really yeah what next yeah. <laughs> don't ask darcy you will get an answer yeah right the answer so the vision just takes off. She's like, okay, I'll see you there. <laughs> Take me with you. We'll leave the yeah. truck. <laughs> yeah. Um so um 
Yeah, cause, yeah, because Sword has been changed into a circus. The the all the um, cars and stuff that had the Sword logo on it before, it is now this spectacular world of rapturous diversions. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, Vision's trying to get back while um, Wanda is, she's kind of gone back into a depression a bit where, Mm -hmm. you know, she's not, she's running around in her pajamas, you know, it's the middle of the day, she's eating cereal, um, just flipping through the TV, her powers or, and or the hex are on the fritz uh because mm-hmm. like the boys video game system goes from being you know like super advanced to being like atari <laughs> and they're playing pong um they're like it, yeah the tv and uh, the, the house decor is changing from different eras and stuff everything's just kind of woo you know not under control uh because wanda's kind of gotten to this point where she's like i just you know the boys you know the boys are like you know where's dad what's going on and she's like I know you guys expect me to have all the answers. I don't. I don't have the answers and I kind of don't care. I just mm-hmm. kind of feel like nothing matters anymore. So uh, Agnes being the oh so helpful next door neighbor decides to take the boys and watch them so that Wanda can have some time to herself. Mm-hmm. Um how this is gonna turn out yeah yeah kids let's head down to the basement yes yeah so uh you know wanda wanda finally just picks herself up a little bit at least puts on kind of regular clothes uh at least brushes her hair (laughs) a little bit uh and gets out of her robe (laughs) and sweats um and some pants yeah puts on some pants and uh heads next door to uh agnes's house uh after agnes rescues her from uh monica who uh after trying to drive her way in with her nuclear bomb shelter on wheels and doesn't work she just forces her way in and we see because we've learned based on the tests that they did when Monica returned that um, her DNA or her cells have changed from going through the hex twice, and um, she insists on going through again because she she you know she she knows that Wanda needs help, someone to support her, and she also knows oh. that Hayward can't be trusted and needs to be there if and when he decides to you know act um in whatever manner he decides to act in next um so we see monica kind of you know as she's working through the hex we see her change uh on, on a cellular level and i don't know what name they're gonna use for her yet i guess we'll find out in the future which name she's gonna go by whether she's gonna go by photon which would be a nice nod to her mother Mm-hmm. Uh, because she did lost her mother, yes. lose her mother. But the way which that would work, but the other name that she's gone by is Spectrum, 
which also kind of works because we can uh-huh. see that she can see the energy field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So either name would work. It'll be. I'll, I'm interested to see which one they decide to to go by. Whether they use photon as a nod to her mom or spectrum, which you know is unique to her. Mm-hmm. So what one thing like jared told me because he didn't watch it with me but he i just kind of gave him the 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 rundown and if i remember right she was actually um a version of captain marvel yes at some point and jared was like she's actually the best one yeah (laughs) because because i said yeah they're uh, monica rambos and it's like really i really he was like she's she's one that he really likes so i was like well that would be cool (laughs) but We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, yeah. In the comics at one point, yeah, she did take on the title of Captain Marvel uh, before she changed it. She changed it first to Photon and then eventually Spectrum. So again, we'll see what, uh, what she decides to end up using. Yeah. They end up using for her in universe. Um, so, but yeah, she goes and, you know, tries to convince Wanda that she's like, I'm here to help. You know, you didn't, you know, you, you've let me in twice and you let, you know, I was there for the, the birth of your children and all those things. So it's like on some level, you know, you can trust me. And she's like, you know, Hayward can't be trusted. Uh, you know, don't let him make you the villain at this point. Wanda's just like, what if I already am? You know, so, uh, cause she's just, she's gone into this funk. Uh, yeah in this depressive mm-hmm. episode so uh agnes comes in and collects her and she's like come dear let's i'll make you some tea and all that and, um, <laughs> come into my parlor said the spider <laughs> yes the exactly uh-huh. yeah she sees the remnants of the boys being there senor scratchy is in his cage chilling like a rabbit does um you know, Wanda's like, where are the boys? It's like, oh, I think they're playing in the basement. She goes down in the basement, and of course, the boys aren't there, and there's all this weird stuff, mm-hmm. strange things, energy, and, you know, creepy, creepy stuff down in the basement. Weird that... things are happening. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And Wanda finds herself trapped in the basement as Agnes comes with Senor Scratchy <laughs> petting him. <laughs> yeah. And we learn, if, yeah, unless you were, I guess, didn't do any research and knew nothing about the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I done, I'd already done some research, so this was not a surprise to, mm-hmm. to me, but uh, we get the reveal that Agnes is not Agnes. But Agatha Harkness, and it's been Agatha all along. Who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. Who's been pulling every evil string? Everything has gone wrong. It's too bad if I'm not the 
And I killed Sparky, too. <laughs> Which is the catchiest. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's Damn so... you, Lopez team. Yes. Your catchy tunes mm-hmm. of all the songs my head all from the this time. series. And help- I have had this song stuck in my head for so long. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then to add insult to injury, when Wanda tries to protect herself, Agatha has gone and protected the basement with ruins. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a little magic lesson for you. Yes. Yeah. Pay attention. This comes back later. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is, in, you know, because that, that's sort of Agatha's whole thing is like, well, you're a witch, but you don't know like how anything works like this is a basic basic thing you should know how do you not know it so you know she's like trying to figure out what 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 is going on with you with 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 wanda and wanda's like i don't know i just have powers they're just here and where are my kids yeah yeah and well in the comics agatha is is a witch um she's in the comics she's much older much yeah. much older she looks like an old lady with the white hair and the bun and mm-hmm. everything and the like the matronly like she looks more like professor mcgonagall in yeah. the comics yes. than mm-hmm. this version mm-hmm. um and she's actually uh a teacher to wanda in the comics so she's not uh, an adversary um and then she's also a mother like i said to nicholas scratch which is senor scratchy's homage in his name um but yeah she's one of the original witches from the salem witch trial she survived and uh later on in marvel comics um she ended up uh helping out with people like uh franklin richards um as his uh nanny <laughs> and later mentoring wanda in real magic so she's not necessarily a bad person in the comics mm-hmm. she's very powerful mm-hmm. being a trained witch um but yeah wait you know we get that reveal on that catchy song oh, so good. <laughs> and that's katherine hahn singing uh in mm-hmm. in agatha's song you know where the where yeah the female voice when in the last where she's like ha ha you know that's Catherine Hahn so I love it uh, and we find out that she killed Sparky mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it's yes. kind of like here let's add insult to injury yeah she's like yes. and I killed Sparky too <laughs> you know I guess I guess if there if there's one one surefire way to know if someone is a villain did they kill a dog yeah yes yes. Yeah. Yeah. so that leads us into the penultimate episode and kind of the end of the the sitcom uh yeah at yeah this all point. the all the homages yeah they're, they're with, yeah with, with a tear yeah with previously on which is such a fitting title yes uh, mm-hmm. because it literally is previously on not just what we've seen but actually what led up to this um, so we get uh, uh, a lot of Wanda backstory mm-hmm. in here. Which mm-hmm. I, oh my gosh, I loved, loved, loved every minute of this episode. It is 
by far my favorite of this series. Probably almost of the entire MCU. I'd have to think about that. But, oh my gosh, this is just so well done. And so... It's unlike anything the MCU has really ever done before, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, like, you know, I, I was talking about how, you know, there's a been a lot of formula um, in some of these other, in these movies. Like, we, we know how this works. They kind of feel like they're kind of repeating Iron Man for some of these characters. Um, and where we've known Wanda for a while and Vision, you really couldn't do that. So it's like she almost gets her origin story in the second to last episode of her TV of her mm-hmm. TV show, mm-hmm. but it's done in such a way that you hit the highlights and you hit what you know because you already we already know a lot about about Wanda, you know because we, we've seen her and we've seen a lot of big things in her life, but we don't really know her. So we we see her as a child, like you know we were talking about, you know, with her family and her dad is smuggling sitcom dvds into their country you know during this time because it's it makes his family happy and it helps the kids have have an escape and Mm -hmm. you know and then you know we see her her parents get killed by the bomb and her and her brother are hiding and then there's like that moment where she reaches out to the bomb and she realizes oh maybe i did that or you know agatha says did you you know ask you know did you do that was that your power and she's like no i didn't have power until but you know then she kind of realizes oh maybe it was Mm -hmm. and then you you realize that as you're going through this she's had like the sitcoms have kind of been her her comfort through all the really hard stuff she's been through even when she was you know volunteering with hydra and and you know there was the brady bunch on and i love that they picked the scene where um the little girl and i'm totally blanking on her name cindy cindy yeah where where the brother is teasing her like oh you know you're talking to that doll it's not real and she's like she's real to me Mm -hmm. and it's like hmm where have i seen this before yeah just now in a few of these episodes a little bit before mm-hmm. and you just kind of see all these seeds getting planted and you know just when i kind of think the mcu is sort of you know coasting on on fumes a little bit they're like oh well here here's this little here's this little tidbit about this character that we're gonna do and it's just like wow you guys really you guys pulled it off you guys just made this story interesting where i mean i was interested already but you kept my attention and this episode is kind of that whole culmination of yes it was sitcoms yes it was goofy but it also meant something to wanda thus i understand something about her that Mm -hmm. i didn't know before and it and it and it's not just that i understand her i empathize with her even though she's done something terrible in in taking over this this town and and everything she's done and then and we find out really wasn't her fault kind of sort of it wasn't like a conscious decision like she marched mm -hmm. into west you know into this town it wasn't what she meant to hold all these people hostage it wasn't what she Mm -hmm. meant to do but it finally gave her some some a measure of peace yeah um after everything she'd Mm -hmm. been through and so yeah yeah sitcoms they that was she created that reality because nothing bad happens in a sitcom and if it does like you know the dog dying you know your family is there to make it better and they play the nice music and everyone hugs and Mm -hmm. it's not and it doesn't last very long yeah so 
it, it, like you said, it's a, the, you know, she, she is mourning. She's allowing herself to, to go through all these things. And this is how she knows how to do it. And the, and so this episode shows why, why sitcoms, why it was necessary. And maybe it's a little kitschy and maybe it's a little corny, but guess what? So are sitcoms. And sometimes, mm-hmm. like we said, that's what you need. And it just mm-hmm. made me appreciate Wanda all just that much more, even though she was already one of my favorite characters and I was already on board for this show, but I was, I was like, yeah, I'm here for it. Like, this is, this is awesome. And that it's, you know, Agatha, who's like, kind of, and like, like you said, in the comics, Agatha's a mentor to, to Wanda. So maybe this is kind of that little thing. And I kind of wish that they had left it there. And I'll explain that in a minute mm-hmm. when we get to the next bit yeah. but yeah i i love this episode i love the heck out of it and i'm like i want more of this please yeah. keep doing this yeah well and and we get not only you know a whole bunch of wanda backstory but we also get some agatha too we see mm-hmm. her being yeah. confronted by her coven including her own mother Yes. Being accused of practicing magic that's above her station, you know, uh, you know she's yeah. Well, you know, it's I, like the the dark arts, you yeah, know, Harry Potter, you yeah, know, unforgivable curses. Like, it's that like we kind of. like we've never seen a magic user in the MCU try to uh, work beyond. Yes, <laughs> what they're, what they're yeah. supposedly capable of and are ready for. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Although, although I thought it was kind of funny. It's like it's the Salem witch trials, which you know we we kind of have this perception, you know, this this idea that oh they were going after all these women unfairly, but now it's like well it's this coven, and you know maybe she maybe they actually had a point in in her case because she's going after magic that is forbidden or you know bad or is going to cause trouble yeah and it's even the 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 other witches who are like uh no you can't do that yeah so i just i love that kind Uh of twist on the you know usually when we see the salem witch trials there's a specific message that they're trying to push through but here it's like nah they they you know in her case they might have had a point yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it turns out that she's she's tapped into some dark magic that allows Mm -hmm. her to essentially feed and take the magic you know suck the essence of a magic user out of them and you know use it for herself rendering the person not only magicless but dead you know just yeah. a pile of bones <laughs> and it kind of ties back to the one cart or commercial that we had from the 90s with the yo magic yes <laughs> It's, it's like no okay. magic for you mm-hmm. bye bye have fun in, in the afterlife <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so that was pretty intense yeah yeah so that, so that gives us at least some of her uh enough backstory to know what she's likely after so then when she, we get back to to now you know uh in in real time and um you know her she's like you know i felt this magic the end of this big surge of magic in this area i just had to come and find out what it was mm-hmm. and you know she you know wanda's doing things that even agatha is not capable of and wanda's so much younger and so she's like i want i don't want to know your secret 
so that I can become powerful like you, essentially. Um, so she has her walk through all these memories uh, to try and try and trace the steps, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we see the death of their parents in, in Sokovia um, as they're watching the, her favorite episode of the Dick Van Dyke show. It may look like a wallet. Season two, episode 21. Mm-hmm. Um, which, funnily enough, is an episode about Rob having a nightmare and wants to try and wake up from it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then we see her after she's volunteered with uh, with Hydra um, and and Strucker's uh, uh, under Strucker's watch. Although we don't see Strucker in in this flashback, but uh, we see her encounter the Mind Stone that was in Loki Scepter and um, how it's it's kind of like the Inhumans where they have to go through Terragenesis, but different because in this case, um, she already had powers that she'd already kind of tapped into unknowingly, kind of like, you know, in the wizarding world of Harry Potter where little kids will do magic unintentionally because they don't know. Um, and, but the, when she encounters the, the infinity stone, it kind of just amplifies everything. Um, so she has that, that vision of that, um, that, that, that silhouette. Yeah. Which, you know, you're like, oh, who is this? I wonder. Um, who knows? (laughs) Uh, so she was always a witch. She just wasn't in tune with it mm-hmm. enough to do anything with it um so but yeah now that now that the infinity stone has amplified that but she's still not trained she's just doing everything on instinct essentially um she just knows what she needs to do you know whether mm-hmm. it's to make herself fly or she needs to you know something's headed towards her and she's deflected or something or she wants yeah. to mind control or you know like we saw in age of ultron she made people see like their worst nightmares uh in, in yeah, some it, it's less it's less formal training and more learning by the seat of your pants as it were yeah yes mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah we get that and then we see um her at the avengers compound uh where she starts training to be an avenger (laughs) and uh the presumably the first time that vision walks through her wall (laughs) because as Mm -hmm. we as we saw in in civil war when he does it and she's like vision we've talked about this (laughs) so this is presumably the first time you know and he's talking to her about um the loss of her brother because this is right after Ultron mm-hmm. and um, they're watching Malcolm in the middle <laughs> and you know she's trying to explain to Vision you know it's like yeah that the, the, that barn just fell on that guy but it's funny because he's not really hurt <laughs> you know yeah uh, mm-hmm. and you know and again bad things don't happen in TV shows yes at the end everybody you know hugs it out <laughs> yeah as they would very meta reference on fuller house at the end of it they'd hug it out and everybody go on and be happily ever after <laughs> and where's that music coming from yes exactly <laughs> exactly um and then we see 
the full event of what happened when Wanda went to the S.W.O.R.D. headquarters after Mm -hmm. she returned from the blip. Um, And no, she did not break in. Well, she kind of did. He could have buzzed her in. It wasn't wasn't as dramatic as as director Dick would have. The way the the Mm -hmm. footage was edited, it wasn't Mm -hmm. as dramatic. She was just impatient. Um, She wasn't like yeah. yeah, I mean, even, even in, like sup bitches, you know. Yeah, like even <laughs> when they were showing the showing it in this flashback episode, I'm like, no, nah, that is not how he showed it, and so I don't think that that's how it went down. Yeah, and I'm glad I was vindicated. Yeah, so <laughs> but we uh, we find out that no, she did not steal Vision's body because at this point, um, sword uh, sword at some point presumably after the blip they went to wakanda Mm -hmm. and picked up vision's corpse with the mind stone obviously ripped out of the forehead thanks thanos um and have spent uh time trying to essentially reverse engineer him is what they're trying Mm -hmm. to do so they can uh rebuild him so they can have him as kind of their puppet, their weapon, you know, yeah. almost indestructible vibranium power, mm. you know. And and yeah, and puppet. one is over here saying, like, look, can I have give him a funeral? I think, you know, we should, you know, be able to mourn him, bury him, whatever. And they're like, You're gonna bury three billion dollars worth of vibranium? Yeah, and she's like, that's not how she sees him, because she genuinely loved him cared mm-hmm. about him and she wants you know to respect him you know respect his death and she's just like okay yeah. i mean vision was cognizant enough and aware enough that he was considered presumably considered a living being he and mm-hmm. data could have an interesting discussion about whether they're yes yes we've all seen that next gen episode yeah um that he had a living will so of course that was probably tony stark helped with that in his in stark lawyers where they're yeah. all, like my yeah. uh my my synthesoid who is based on on jarvis's code wants a living will and they're probably like yes sir you know mr stark <laughs> you you pay the bills you write the checks yeah it's like, yes we will do whatever you we ask. won't question whether he's actually a being that should have a will or not uh, yes but still i mean he had a will yeah. he did not want to he you know he did not want to be inspected you know he, he just you know if he died he mm-hmm. wanted to be treated just like anybody else and be buried mm-hmm. um and yeah. um obviously I'm, I'm a little surprised to that wakanda even let them take vision's body they out probably, of wakanda they probably swept, they probably swept in uh-huh. um you know because well i mean because you got to think of wakanda after the snap yeah. that uh uh at that point t'challa had disappeared so they were right. a king and a yeah. leader so they were probably just struggling to just buy. So when Sword came in, they're like, "We'll help clean up and help you guys get back together." And they were just, they were just like, "Oh, thanks. You know, we need all the help we can mm-hmm. get because our king yeah. is gone." Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I could imagine that Sword probably came in under false pretenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we're totally gonna come and help mm-hmm. you out." And they're like, "Great." 
pick up that wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, oh look, yeah. here's some here's some trash. I'll go pick that up. We don't Isn't want any normal? glitter around here. Your country's too beautiful. <laughs> so meanwhile, Shuri probably found out after the fact, and she's like, "Dang it!" Uh, mm-hmm. Although Shuri got Shuri got dusted too, though, didn't she? So they didn't even have Shuri to. She did. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't even have Shuri to keep so, an eye on yeah. things. So yeah. Yeah. Between I mean, T'Challa and Shuri being gone, uh, they were probably just you know trying to keep it together. Very, in, very shorthanded. Uh, yeah. Like everybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah. So Wanda did not take Vision's body. Um. She ends up. You know. She does break through the glass because she wants to closer to him mm-hmm. um to to see if she can yeah. feel him at, you know kind of replicating that moment we saw in infinity war where he's like you know what do you feel and she's like i just feel you mm-hmm. um yeah and she even says like i can't feel him anymore and so yeah. she leaves yeah she leaves um and drives off to new jersey uh because uh vision had left her a deed to a piece of property where they were going to build a house and live together yeah happily ever after so that's that's why she was there but then when she gets there and you know sees that there's nothing because they never got a chance to build that house that's when she's just so you know everything that's happened up to that point is just finally spills out yeah, that's the straw that breaks the camel's back is standing there with this this deed with Vision's mm-hmm. little heart written on it, you know, to grow old in, mm-hmm. you know, love V on it, mm-hmm. you know, and she just, that's it. Yeah, that's just, she's done. And the dam breaks mm-hmm. and she, everything, all of her grief just pours out of her and it literally pours out of her in the manifestation of her magic, creating this what becomes the hex yep so so she didn't mean to do it she didn't engineer it it just she just it just happened yeah and all those poor people got caught up in it and she was just like well i have this thing so i am going to take it and run with it and she creates a a a version of vision Mm -hmm. in the thing Mm -hmm. so the reason that he was getting sucked back into the hex or you know he was falling apart when he was trying to leave the hex was because he's part of it if he leaves he cannot Mm -hmm. he he will he won't be anymore he will Mm -hmm. he will disappear sorry keanu you cannot leave the matrix Uh yeah (laughs) so yeah, all of Hayward's claim that oh she stole the thing and we need to get it back. No. Liar. <laughs> what a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> Did we expect anything different? Uh, nope. Nope. It, yeah. We got to that point and then you know we see the the how it actually played out. I'm like, I knew it. I knew you did something that was gonna make me mad at you, and that's it. So mm-hmm. you made Wanda look like a bad person. You, Yep. So and so, dick. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So now we've got, you know, we've gotten that all that backstory for Wanda, and it gives all the information that that Agatha needs 
and we finally get the name drop something that they even reference in an earlier episode when they're they're giving what backstory they have on wanda um you know jimmy woo when they they first get together at the the, the kind of the sword mm-hmm. base thing um and hayward even brings that up because he call it, keeps calling her miss Ma- you know maximoff or wanted maximoff and he's like wait 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 she doesn't have a, a nickname or mm-hmm. something like, you know like iron man and captain america and all that mm-hmm. he's like no <laughs> i was like <laughs> that's funny uh <laughs> i mean for the longest time since she's been introduced in the mcu we've called her scarlet witch yeah but she's never actually been called that no in the yeah. mcu we just know that that's and, and mostly because be. if i if i'm saying this right it is her name when she's you know in the x-men yes continuity mm-hmm. and so they were legally allowed to use it yeah, so she's just the name. she's just been Wanda in these movies. Yeah, but you know Disney Fox, they mm-hmm. bought them. So we get to the you know we get to this episode you know the end of this episode and Agatha's like you're the Scarlet Witch and I'm like name drop. Yep. There, there it I'm is. Really excited it about is that. official. Yes, yes, and then we get a nice little. Uh, teaser mid-credit teaser with uh hayward again we finally see what uh because uh, uh when uh monica and monica and jimmy Wu and darcy had been thrown off base they snuck back on monica and Wu ended up leaving again darcy stayed behind to do what she does best hack and um she gets into like the biggest of the big secret files that hayward has you know buried behind multiple firewalls project cataract which if you've ever seen an eyeball with cataracts it just looks white very white uh and we learned uh in this post-credit scene that project cataract is them using the wanda's power that she had used to destroy that drone back in the 80s episode they're now feeding that energy off and feeding it into the body of the actual vision that had been killed in Wakanda and rebuilt him and using Wanda's own power to boot him up. But That's he's all, all white. That, yeah. White vision, which again, straight out of the comics. Mm-hmm. Which is like, that's all you wanted it for? I'm like, you are such a well, dick. we've been dick we've been calling yeah. him director dick i think everybody's been calling him yeah. that uh, but it's like that's, that's what it. darcy called him so we're just gonna go with that yeah he's just it's like that's that that that's what you wanted that that's it i'm it. really kind of let down he wanted uh-huh. his puppet is what he i know but, yeah. but i mean he that the, that's all he was doing to and why he was antagonizing wanda because he wanted something with her powers on it i'm like you piece of yeah. <sighs> dick yeah <laughs> and, yes mm-hmm. and we're not talking dick roman from supernatural no but then <laughs> during yeah. you know a vision with the that white chris i'm like oh kind of crystal and i'm like oh paraphrase fleetwood mac i keep my visions to myself i'm like hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay that's kind of where my mind went a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they now have uh, you know, vision back online 
but he's he doesn't have visions memories and everything he's been programmed and his only programming is to stop wanda and vision the vision that's inside the hex uh so um but that feeds us into the last episode the series finale so if you're wondering if there's a season two no there's not gonna be a season two because it literally says in the title the series finale mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. i don't think we know i don't think we're gonna need to come back to something no. like this again anyway we're gonna see wanda again yeah so we don't need wandavision again i don't think um but this is this is and this leads into the finale leads us into what we expect from the MCU a big throwdown between our hero and the baddie because <laughs> so, mm-hmm. we had to have that eventually uh, uh, well, okay so I, I I may diverge a little bit here because like like I said that that last episode was just it felt like the perfect maybe not ending but it felt like that was that was the climax that was all of this was leading up to that to that you know finding out about wanda's past and everything and then we we do get the big cgi fight at the end and i did like what they did with the with the two visions that was like with the like why are you fighting me and you know that whole thing about the ship and everything Mm -hmm. the fight between wanda and agatha it's like we've seen those big huge fights in the movies like and it looks great on the big screen on the tv for the first time or computer screen i guess it was just kind of i wasn't wowed by it and it kind of felt like a bit of a letdown after everything that had that we'd been through and everything that wanda had been through and that that her her conflict her antagonist was her grief and getting through all this and then to have that fight it just it didn't feel i don't want to say it didn't feel earned but it felt like the wrong kind of ending for her and i i i don't want to say i was disappointed by it but i wish they could have done something else just because we've seen this you know it even had like the sky beam and the you know when she's out taking down the hex and Mm -hmm. everything i'm just like um I wish you could have done something else. It's guys. not the ending, though. That's the thing. It's not an ending for her. Well, it's it's the it's the the climax of the whole show. Where I feel like the climax was before when she was figuring out, you know, why you know Agatha is trying to get her to, you know, spill her secrets. But really, she's figuring out why she did all this, how all this happened, and what's been going on with her her entire life. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I wish the climax could have been something else. And not just another, oh, we're having a big showdown, a big special effects fest where we've had all this good emotional stuff going on and we had this great payoff. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I just I'm like, I kind of I kind of felt a little let down, which is weird to say because there was this big action scene. But this really wasn't an action show. It was it was a smaller story that had repercussions in the long run but it wasn't it wasn't this great big dramatic thing it was just about this one this young young woman who has been through hell and back mm-hmm. and and how she's coping with everything that's been going on and also kind of on a grander scale how the entire world has been coping with the blip mm-hmm. because we get monica's part of the story as well so yeah i'm just 
I'm a little blah on the ending, but that could just be me, and I fully, I fully, um, accept that. And I fully accept that that's the way you feel. I disagree, but I accept that that's you. I accept oh, that yeah, that's your I, opinion, and, I, so. and I and I and I and I anticipated that as well. Yeah, yeah. To me, though, the the showdown with Agnes. And the two visions fighting each other, which <laughs> I wish I I wish I knew where where exactly this the, the interview was because it was just something that somebody referenced in their YouTube video. So I don't know where it originally came from, but apparently, while they were in production, Paul Bettany said something in an interview about mm -hmm. how <laughs> he finally got to act against some act with someone yes. that he's always wanted to act against mm -hmm. or act with that he's always you know really respected and he's like we you know we have these really great scenes together and it's, it's just fantastic to have you know this opportunity to act with this person and all these people you know people are like oh my god who's he talking about blah you know yeah blah 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 blah, blah. it's himself yeah <laughs> yeah it's that... what he's talking about the two visions fighting each other yeah. Nicely played, sir. Nicely played. Yes, which which I I heard that I heard clips of that interview, and I was just like, "You troll! You're yeah. adorable, and I love you." Mm -hmm. So that part that 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 was I hilarious. had not heard that until after the fact, and I was like, "Oh my god, he is talking about acting against himself." I had heard that like piece of shit after the first <laughs> yeah after the first two episodes had aired, and I'm just like. Okay, okay. I I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. I wasn't <laughs> thinking he was referring to himself, and it's just like, oh, he you. Is, he is the anti. He is the anti Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He tells you something that you that, that could be a spoiler, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just that goodness uh but anyway <laughs> so no I, the the two the two visions facing off against each other and that whole ship of, ship of theses thing which um i've heard that before i've also heard it like in way simpler terms of uh if you have a broom and you replace the handle at one point and you continue to use that broom and then eventually you replace the head part of it the you know the broom part of it yeah. is it still the mm -hmm. same broom yeah yeah it's so that same idea it's like you know but, but, but the, how the, much describing of, it yeah, yeah. The, the ship of theseus is like that that's that's more in line of of jarvis slash vision of yes you know. yeah that's mm -hmm. more his more his speed yeah um, mm -hmm. very cerebral uh but it, it's a great you know moment for the, the the two to face each other and kind of have this existential like come to jesus moment of like well we can't mm -hmm. yeah we can't destroy each other because white vision's directive is to destroy the true vision which but he he is the neither, true vision neither because... well no because he doesn't have the mind stone well true but you know he, he's got the physical body where where hex vision is just a construct of wanda's like she created right. him but he out of her mind. magic he has the mind stone is it really the Mind Stone? Well, I mean, it's 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 not actually the Mind Stone, but he, I mean, he has something like the Mind Stone mm -hmm. in his head that he's able to use, like he, the, he mm -hmm. did when he was 
alive you know he's able to shoot beams and stuff out of it um so he has all the abilities that he had with the mind stone um but he doesn't have the memories and then you've got white vision who's got similar powers doesn't have those memories doesn't have the mind stone you know doesn't have the programming that came from, from jarvis and all of that so then you know hex vision gives him his memories so that makes him closer to the true vision but he still doesn't have the mind stone but he can still function without it with mm-hmm. you, know, course, you know that he's got the power yeah from the mind stone without actually having the mind stone yeah so well, and there's now, some you know, there's some technical computer stuff in the original vision the 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 hardware that's yeah. making it work too yeah yeah um so it's like you know is now he the true vision does that mean he needs to destroy himself he doesn't know yeah before he might have if that's what his programming dictated but now he's got those memories he's like why would i want to kill myself when i've got wanda out there who loves me and needs me so mm-hmm. now they've got it you know that vision just takes off the white vision just takes off so now we've got it open for vision to come back as well mm-hmm. which i'm sure makes paul bettany happy because yes before mm-hmm. before he knew they were doing wandavision uh you know like they called him into the office and he's like oh they're killing me off i'm done you know no mm-hmm. no no more job for me in the mcu and they're like no we're doing a tv show he's like oh good <laughs> Jing, yeah. um yeah so that that's a great great face off you know and uh, it, gets you thinking on an existential level but then wanda facing off with agatha yeah i mean we don't necessarily need the big you know beam in the sky and everything but it's this is wanda's opportunity and this is really seeing us us seeing her go through those steps of grief almost you know boom 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 and eventually reaching acceptance like you know like i said it when we started it's like you know people go through these stages of grief but it's not boom 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 you'll bounce around you know you may stay in anger for weeks and then go to depression and you may stay there for a couple of days and then you may have a really good day when it may seem like you're on the upward term and you may, may stay there for six months and then something may happen the next thing you know you're in pain and guilt again um mm-hmm. so it's it's not just checking off the, the things you know but at this point after uh agatha making her go through all those memories that's the kind of the working through stage of the stages of grief where you you're, you've you should be going on that upward turn acknowledging your feelings and willing to face them and work on them and learn how to function in this new reality that you're in you know whether it's you're grieving a loss of a loved one or you're grieving uh you know, something that happened to yourself. You, I mean, you can grieve not just because someone you care for passed away. You can grieve, you know, maybe you were abused as a child and you're grieving your loss of innocence or something like that. Um, you know, it's not just death that you can grieve. You can mm-hmm. grieve all sorts of things. Um, mm-hmm. 
but we've seen Wanda go through these steps in whatever order, however you want to label them through all these episodes. But now she is faced. There, there's no denial at this point. She can't turn away from it. You know, she needs to get out of the depression. She needs to work through her anger. She needs to work through the guilt and the pain and uh, all the anger and everything. And she takes that out on Agatha. Agatha is the one that made her confront her past. And I think on some level in Wanda's mind, that makes Agatha the enemy. Not because she's a witch trying to steal her powers. She's just the enemy because she's made her do what she's not wanted to do up until this point. Because it's been too painful. And she's lashing out at Agatha. But at the same time, that's exactly the catharsis that she needs to reach acceptance which is what she does when she uh, traps Agatha with those runes using the lesson that Agatha taught her back in the basement and fully becoming the Scarlet Witch with the outfit and everything and accepting who she is, accepting what she's done and moving on from there and defeating Agatha putting her back in that role of the nosy neighbor Agnes so that she can go back to Agatha if she needs her which she probably will we will be seeing Agatha again um probably sooner than we think if she does not show up in Doctor Strange 2 next year I will eat a large piece of bread i don't know uh i would say eat my hat but i don't really want to eat a hat uh no well, i will eat, especially I will eat a really really big cookie and yeah, i might get a tiny cake yeah. uh, <laughs> well and especially because there was some stuff set up that uh didn't really pay off as we well no it didn't pay off at all um and i am going to talk about i'm going to talking about um not pietro yes <laughs> ralph, ralph boner yeah fiatro <laughs> which mm-hmm. where i'm like okay why did you go to all so, so so you know uh pietro was supposedly you know a- a- uh, agatha's mole into you know um wanda's psyche you know what 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 her plan was so mm-hmm. you know and it turns out well, we they, I think she thought she could use it's like oh it's my brother I can speak to him and be open yeah. and honest with him and mm-hmm. and, and she was got that, but it wasn't yeah. enough information that she yeah. wanted but it's like okay uh, you know on this side you know for 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 us the audience we're looking at it like oh my gosh that's the that's the the quicksilver from the x-men movies <gasps> disney's gonna bring in the x-men you know they're, they're gonna marvel's gonna bring in the x-men and it's gonna be that that universe and all this stuff so you cast evan peters oh my gosh what are you gonna do are we getting the multiverse and no it was he was he was a nobody he was the guy he was a guy from town that that Agatha supposedly was married to. He was he's the mysterious Ralph. Mm-hmm. And he's a loser. He's a bum. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's all this set up to to make a boner joke. And I'm like <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, why why did you cast this th- why did you cast him of all people to do this? 
I mean, because they knew that that's what it was going to do to people. Well, yes, mm-hmm. and then you didn't. Then it's it, trolling on such yeah, a level. Uh-huh. I know, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very upset. I'm like, you got us all excited for this. You, you promised us something, and they you, didn't. You. They yes, never you did because they, you you cast Evan Peters. That <laughs> was the promise. That that they never a, that, they never said. No, you don't have to say. But the fact that that's who they cast. Yes, there is. A, there's an unspoken. We're gonna do this. Why would you cast him if you're not gonna do it? They might still. That's the thing. Yeah. That well, that's the thing because is because other than vision. Um, Billy and Tommy and Agatha everyone else that we see and encounter including Ralph <laughs> is a resident of Westview and therefore ex- that person the real person exists in the MCU but he's um, not he's not who we were led to believe he was no but neither as the character else, in neither was anyone it, else in Westview but he's different because we've seen him in other movies connected to Marvel. Connected but not the MCU. To, no, but Disney has X-Men and there is this understanding or there is this assumption that they're going to do it. Yeah, but that's just... So, well, yeah, we're going to get the X-Men, but we're not going to get Fox's X-Men more than like. No, but I'm just like, my, I'm still hung up on why did you cast Evan Peters? Of because all it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and and you can and, and on top of that you can throw in the kick-ass reference which actually was unintended but still funny <laughs> i guess i guess i'm a little more invested or a little more uh maybe not invested but a little more attached to that idea and when they didn't deliver i was really upset no but you, okay. you're getting upset on something that was never promised uh, I'm going to disagree there because I think they did promise it by that casting stunt. I don't think so. I think it was just a stunt. I think it. I think that's, I think that's exactly what it was. It was just a. It was just stunt casting, just to see what what happened. <laughs> and now they know. Now, now they know. And I never really. I never watched those X Men movies though. The only well, part. I, the only movies from that universe I watch are the Deadpool ones. So well, the the thing about that particular character is even of the movies that he was in, even in the really crappy ones that really didn't like Apocalypse was kind of eh. Yeah, his scene was by far the best, and his scenes like there it's uh, I don't know. I mean, if you haven't seen him, look him up on YouTube. Yeah, it's the you know, Quicksilver scene from Days of Future Past and the one from Apocalypse where he's doing the slow mo, and everybody remembers it, and everybody's like, "That was so awesome!" And I love that Quicksilver. The rest of the movie is like, eh. I mean, Days of Future Past was good. Apocalypse was mediocre at best. Yeah. Um. So that's that's why it's like oh, they got him because that's the character, that's the guy we remember doing all those funny, crazy things, and it was so cool. And you know, he, he's the one character that MCU had a version of, and the X Men had a version of. And it's like, well, which one do we like the best? Well, we like this one because because the MCU Quicksilver got killed mm-hmm. um, in his in his one and only movie. So we're so people are thinking, oh, okay, they are going to do this. This is so this is a, a so it's a favorite character, one that's well known that has you know, a favorable um image from those movies, even the ones that weren't great. And so that's that's why 
people went nuts. And I guess if you haven't really seen or paid attention to the X-Men, the Fox X-Men movies, then yeah, you wouldn't have that attachment. I saw him. I'm one of those. It's like I, I YouTube his scenes every once in a while just because they're so great and the music's great and it's what, what they did with the characters really great. So yeah, I got excited as did a lot of people. But yeah, if you if you haven't watched those movies, then I guess yeah. you, would, you wouldn't have that, that attachment. So yes, yeah. that's why I'm annoyed. But there we go. <laughs> Yeah, say so I don't, I don't, I, I haven't watched them, so I don't have that connection. So <laughs> you should at least YouTube the Quicksilver scenes because yeah, I've seen, so I've seen one of them. Okay, on, on YouTube, just because it pops up, it's popped yeah. up. So, but the one from Apocalypse, I think, is the better one. But yeah. they're both great. Yeah, but in in general, it's like, eh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so there's that. But then they have that really great scene where the hex is kind of fading out or you know know, caving in whatever you want to call it yeah and wanda says goodbye to her little family and i'm like yeah again i'm not going to that acceptance Mm -hmm. you know it's she she's -hmm. accepted her her role as the scarlet witch she's accepted what she's done um as uh you know as a as her her role in you know, essentially taking this entire town captive and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, <laughs> holding them against their will, making them feel her pain, you know, when they, when they do sleep, you know, they would have her memories. So she would, she's not, she's not the one having nightmares. They are, um, you know, separating people from their families, their kids, their, their loved ones and that sort of thing. Uh, so returning, that part of New Jersey back to what it was, letting those people go back to their lives. And because the hex no longer exists, that means the loss of her children and at least this version of vision, um, which is the, the biggest, the biggest thing. Um, and the biggest part of acceptance and the fact that, you know, it's, it's very sad, but at the same time, somewhat hopeful because they have that moment they're like you know we've said goodbye to each other before but we've come back Mm -hmm. so it stands to reason we will see each other again and yes because white vision is out there Mm -hmm. now with his memories intact yeah they can come back together yes at at some point in the future hopefully um and i am very excited yes Mm -hmm. that one is is the you know the ding you know yeah wanda's obviously still got things to work through and we'll get to that in a moment um Mm -hmm. but at least here going forward she's not gonna be essentially shackled and weighed down with all of that grief and trauma that she's carried around you know essentially since she can remember <laughs> you know we, even before the death of her parents like i said they were living in a war-torn country which mm-hmm. could not have been pleasant no not uh, at all yeah no. so um you know and and everyone goes back to their lives not knowing that by giving them their lives back wanda had to give up hers mm-hmm. uh, but 
Yeah, but all all they Whatever. know is is you enslaved us for however long it was. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, they're they're not really gonna look favorably on her, even if you know they they find out what she gave up. It's still gonna be, yeah. But you locked my you locked me in my own head and locked my daughter in in her room, and I couldn't even see her or talk to her, and mm-hmm. you know. I can't, or, or I couldn't even call my my elderly parents to make sure they were okay, and someone needs to check on them. Yeah. So, so it is it is a complicated situation. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And all brought on mm-hmm. because, yeah, Wanda just didn't know what her powers could do. Yeah. Yeah, she's she 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 did Elsa's let it go, but in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah she also was celebrating letting go yeah. what yeah. <laughs> letting go and, and you know to, not, to, yeah. to quote to quote rocket we we all got dead people yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. meanwhile monica after being badass and using some of her newfound powers to stop the boys from being shot by agent dick head um (laughs) director dick um she uh is uh called in for a new assignment she is headed back into space um by an old friend of the family presumably yes considering the person that uh tells her that she has a new assignment ends up being a scroll uh yeah and you know, just kind of gestures upwards. The odds are she's probably headed to that uh, space station that Nick Fury was hanging out in, acting like he was mm-hmm. back in yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, so I think we're going to see Rambo and Fury together again sometime in the future. Yeah, it'd be cool. Probably mm-hmm. with some scrolls. <laughs> yep. We'll find, you know, hopefully, know. probably for Captain Marvel too more than likely um and maybe secret wars too because we are getting secret wars at some point in the future too but yeah more than likely for captain marvel too and maybe we'll all find out what exactly happened between her and carol that uh there's a little baggage Mm -hmm. there so so yeah uh, monica's uh headed back to space Mm -hmm. looking with uh nick fury more than likely so that'll make her happy. She was ready to get back to working, get back to space. She was not happy about being grounded, <laughs> but no, uh, all's well. It ends well. Um, uh-huh. And then we get our extra end credit, really end credit, credit kind of. It's not even really end credits because it's really weird with the credits. Because like, there's the fancy credits that we come to expect where you get the credits for all the the stars and everything and fun graphics and everything and we only got a couple of mid-credit scenes after the fancy credits um but then this time you get the fancy credits the scene with monica and the scroll and then you get the just regular text credits and then this scene and then we get the credits for all the foreign language cast and crew so technically it's still another mid-credit scene because the credits aren't technically done (laughs) it's like not mid-credits it's like 
okay some more credits and then another scene and then some <laughs> more credits so it's like two-thirds of the way credit scene maybe I don't know. <laughs> anyway it's in there it's in there and uh taking taking a page from both dr strange and the uh, the incredible hulk movie really <laughs> with, when he when uh with the uh crap who's the guy that played bruce banner the the second time around Edward Norton. Uh, Edward Norton. Yeah. yeah. Edward Norton yeah. Hulk, where we get that post credit scene where he's hanging out just out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> kind of taking uh-huh. a, a page uh-huh. from, from that, too. The Edward Norton Hulk, uh, where Wanda has gone off into isolation, just chilling, making tea, presumably, watching the, the stream go by, enjoying the sounds of the birds and the wildlife. And uh, oh, yeah, she's astral projecting, reading the. Uh, the Book of the Damned, The Dark Hold. Did we mention The Dark Hold? No, I think we forgot it. Yeah, For like those totally... of you that gave up on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and are very confused now about where that book came mm-hmm. from. Please go back and refer to the season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., please. That would be that same season the Ghost Rider appears in. Yeah. Reference over here. Um, and... Yes. Yes. Yeah, I loved. <laughs> Which some people are like, it's not the same Darkhold. It doesn't look the same. I was like, that. Just because it doesn't look the same does not mean it's not the same book. I mean, we saw the version where like mere mortals were trying to use it we did yeah you know, we haven't seen what it does it may change the way it acts Depending around on the user on the user in this case you know you know agatha was a witch and uh, extremely powerful plus we don't know what has we don't know exactly what's been happening with the dark hold because we saw it in Agents of shield way back in 2016 and uh Ghost Rider, that you know, our our MCU Ghost Rider, played by Gabriel Luna. Um, why is my husband using the blender at this time? And I, I don't know. Anyway, very loud. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> loud noise coming from the kitchen. So, Ghost Rider takes the dark hold, takes it to hell. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the series yet. I haven't seen Marvel's Runaways, but apparently it makes an appearance in there too. I don't know where that fits timeline wise, uh, but it pops up there. So who knows what's happened to it between going to hell and popping up here. So, you know, as, as we've seen in Doctor Strange, when it comes to magical books, really anything is possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact that she's reading that thing very intently while mm-hmm. we hear a little bit of Tommy and Billy yelling from mm-hmm. somewhere because in theory the theory the current theory is it could either be Tommy and Billy who still exist in another universe hence Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness or because Tommy and Billy were, as far as, you know, like what Darcy uh, was saying, um, Billy and Tommy are hers, are 
uh, or Monica, I think was saying, somebody was saying that those are hers. Those are her kids. They were flesh and blood, just like their mother. They were just tied to the hex and therefore could not leave it. Unlike the version of Vision, who he's a synth synthesoid, therefore we could get all existential on whether he has a soul, but we can since he doesn't he's not flesh and blood i guess we can assume he doesn't have a soul but tommy and billy probably did so their souls would have had to come from somewhere for them to exist so that may be their souls calling out to her and she's got to figure out a way to manifest them in a way that they can exist outside of the hex we'll see again we'll find out in doctor strange too more than less. Yeah. so but still that's exciting uh, it makes me i was already yeah. excited for dr strange too one i love dr strange he's one of my favorite characters in the mcu in marvel in general <laughs> and two he's my favorite mcu character that's still alive <laughs> in his original form at least colson a version of colson is still alive but it's not the <laughs> phil that i came to uh -huh. know love all the way back in iron man <laughs> <laughs> you know, Iron Man too. Uh, so, uh, or yeah, in Iron Man, in uh, in the Avengers, and all the on all those, and right. Shield until again, Ghost Rider, he died. Um, so that version of Phil Coulson is no longer with us. R.I.P. The version that's running around now is an LMP. So he looks like Phil, talks like Phil, acts like Phil, but he's not the original Phil. Again, ship of Theseus. We could do the same thing with Phil Coulson. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's probably why they, they, they put that in, in, in the show. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But then Tony Stark is dead. Mm -hmm. Definitely mm -hmm. dead. So that leaves me with Doctor mm -hmm. Strange. <laughs> Which is, it's, it's not a bad one to hold on to. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, but this makes me even more excited for Doctor yeah. Strange. And I hope that uh, with any luck, we'll see Billy and Tommy again. And Agatha. I have not that Agatha. Oh my God. I love Agatha and Catherine Hahn in this role so much. I have not been this like giddy excited over a Marvel villain. Like I loved Thanos, not like loved him. Like I want to give him a hug, but like loved him. Cause he's just like, Oh, you know, this is like a big deal adversary for you know the avengers and the mcu and stuff so it was like it was exciting to see someone of that magnitude to, to come along um but i have not been this like giddy excited entertained by a marvel villain in a long time <laughs> probably like probably I almost want to say Loki, but Loki goes pretty much back to the, almost the beginning. Loki's been around yeah. long enough. I would say uh, probably David Tennant in Jessica Jones as, uh, as yeah. Kilgrave. Yeah. Like, he was awful, but he was entertaining. Uh -huh. <laughs> Extremely entertaining. Yeah. So, and I feel the same thing about Agatha and the cosplay possibilities uh -huh. on top of everything. <sighs> Marvel, you're killing me. Uh -huh. <laughs> now, now killing they me already, smalls. They already have your wallet, so now they gotta 
spread the love uh, to you know Joanne's yes. and Michael's craft stores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that was Wandavision, guys. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. I did. I had. Yeah. I have my nitpicks, but they're on the whole. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it, and I'm like more 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 like this, please. Yes. Well, yeah, the nice thing is that Falcon and the Winter Soldier has started. Yep. <laughs> and it's just as good it's not the same which i didn't no. expect it to be the same it, i mean it's definitely it definitely feels it still feels like the mcu this is the thing with marvel is they can do such seemingly different things like when they introduced like guardians of the galaxy it was like such a different vibe yet they still mm-hmm. fit Mm-hmm. So then we now we get WandaVision and it's just just batshit crazy premise, but it still works and it still fits in the MCU. And now we got Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We're, granted, we're only one episode in, but there's only six episodes for for this one, so it's an even shorter run. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it it feels completely different than WandaVision, mm-hmm. which I would expect for these characters, but it feels like those characters. It feels like sam wilson and bucky barnes that we've come mm-hmm. to expect from things like civil war and therefore it still feels like the mcu i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> i <just> love it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so we loved it we're yes. great and it's, you get MCs. me started you get me started on marvel yeah. and i'm just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> well that being said, we have had a good time. It is getting late. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Some of us yeah. a little later than others. <laughs> yeah. So if any of our listeners want to chime in on their thoughts on WandaVision, likes, dislikes, uh, WTHs, whatever, <laughs> send us feedback or, you know, questions that we didn't hit. Send us feedback. Our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. And you can also find links to all of our social medias at uh, thefiveishfangirls.com. You can also find links to ways to support the channel, including Patreon, Amazon, Audible, and various others. And thanks for listening. Thanks for sending in feedback. Thanks for the support. We love you guys, and we hope you are enjoying, uh, enjoying our ramblings and enjoying whatever it is you're enjoying right now so Mm -hmm. stay safe and Mm -hmm. stay frosty although hopefully not too frosty Mm -hmm. because it's springtime happy first day of spring Mm -hmm. all y'all yeah or that was yesterday anyway Mm -hmm. so it's all good Mm -hmm. make we're making it up as we go along yes Mm -hmm. i like wanted vision (laughs) they're putting together their story yeah so yeah it's been fun um i'm excited to see what's next i'm i'm ready my body is ready Alrighty. <laughs> and my body is also ready for bed so with yeah. that <laughs> we shall sign off for this week this is Brittany and troy saying good night this is chrissy saying good night from salt lake city this is sally from wisconsin saying good evening and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Have fun in prison! <laughs> Dickhead. The six o'clock alarm would never ring. But it rings and I rise. Wipe the sleep out of my eyes.
my shaven razor's cold and it stings. Cheer up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can it mean to a daydream believer and a homecoming queen? You once thought of me. You have been listening to the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcasts. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Five-ish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash Five-ish Fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.